Don't do that. Don't, Already don't start the... your shit. He can't help it, bro. That's the thing with he this dude. He didn't say anything yet. He's he like, can't even help oh, okay, it. Why we can't clear our throat? Hey, yo. Nah, but he did that shit like he was about to get in this Whoopi Goldberg. I thought he was about to rap. Yeah. I get your shit off. I, 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 I'm waiting for you. I'm you know, on your podcast, niggas don't really interrupt you like that. You know, no, your new intro, niggas do. Doing your intro, no, the niggas new don't niggas really, do. niggas don't, don't really inter- interrupt you like that. All right, I'm sorry. Really? So right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you some grace. You're right. Again, <laughs> I told you off air. This is an away game for you, Joe. I know it feels Ooh. like home because you used to our energy it's because you introduced us to a lot of people, and we appreciate you. Before we even get into all of that shit, all right, I just want to say thank you for being here, my guy. <laughs> Because Welcome. everybody know your voice, right? Mm. You already spoke. Alex is in the building. Joe is in y'all? the building. Hello, hello, hello. It is the Need to Know podcast. Hey, what's going on, my guy? Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy A, aka the Paco Rabone Poppy, and I'm never alone. I'm always with my posse, man. What's up? Hello, guys. It's Reggie. I'm so blessed to be here today, and we have such a special episode queued up for you guys. Yes, yes, indeed. So normally, we like to start this podcast with a few things. The first thing is, is what you need to know, when you need to know who you need to know, right? Mm-hmm. I think there are always exceptions to rules, right? Sure, sure, when, sure. When, when, when you're one of those people and you walk up to the club and people know your face, you just walk into the club. That's an exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Today, I don't think we have to do much of an introduction for who it is that we need to know. I think if you listen to podcasts and you're in this space, if you're trying to create a podcast, if you heard or even know of somebody like a Drake, you probably have seen this man, <laughs> have been associated or anything to do. Um, but he's at the top of the food chain when it comes to this thing, man. And so no further introduction. We got my guy, the most polarizing voice in mm. hip hop, the most mm. impactful voice in hip hop. We got my, 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 wait, my wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. Please, everybody, hold your applause. <laughs> I wrote you a little poem. Is it okay if I read it to you? I love poems. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, it's not a poem, <laughs> but you know, I want, to, I want to let everybody know. I'm sure everybody knows who you are already, but you know, I wrote something for you. <clears throat> so right here beside me, I have Jersey's Finest, guys. He began rapping in the early 2000s and captivated the entire scene by being one of the best raw lyricists in the game. Mm. Throughout his illustrious career, he's released over 12 projects, received Grammy nominations, BET Awards, co-founded Slaughterhouse, and most importantly though, he provided the legendary song for the grand finale in You Got Served. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Through all this though, anywhere he goes, his supporters are sure to follow him because he has one of the most loyal fan bases in the game. He swiftly pivoted into the wild, wild west that we call the media world, co-hosting shows like Everyday Struggle, State of the Culture, love those shows. Um, And then he would absolutely dominate and obliterate the pod space by, you know, we know, the rise of the Joe Budden podcast. The muse for Joe Budden Fitz Instagram page, the pod father, the gold standard for podcasting, the mood music maven, the man, the myth, the legend. Joe Budden, welcome to the show. Thank you, that's the Joe, y'all. Come on. All the flowers. Thank you, too kind. Welcome. You are too kind. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, he's just a guy. Salutations, greetings. What's good, Joe? Welcome. Ha- happy to be here with y'all. Yeah. It's been a it's been a long time coming. I can't believe you actually came. Like I'm in disbelief. <laughs> I'm sorry, because they have met you already. I've never met you. I'm like, wow, he's actually here. Thank They've you. never invited me here. Joe. Oh, uh, is that wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Is that I'm, true? I'm no, here. that is true. I'm here to tell oh, the truth okay. today. Oh, no. I didn't come, I didn't drive all this way to lie. Alright, we probably oh, never wow. asked you before, wait, right? I didn't ride all this way to lie. We've never asked him. Not, Not a once. Wait. Never. How do I Damn. feel 
when I when I turn on my YouTube Premium <laughs> and see fucking Jada Kiss son up here, shout to Jay. I see Ish up here. Like, oh shit! Everybody that came up here feel like the mixer again. <laughs> <laughs> feel like feel like the mixer. You but, still excited about that? No, no, I'm over now. Over that? He got an invite this year. I got an invite this year. I said, he, he, he might have got an invite before we even went live with the tickets. <laughs> That's a you fact. You know what I'm saying? So he got an invite this year. And if I wasn't out of town, I was coming. Just because I know y'all <gasps> didn't think I was coming. I, That's exact. I want to be clear, Joe. You know I got love for you. I know. Man. I swear, I didn't think he was I know. coming. I know. I'm like, yo, he ain't coming. I want to bother my guy. Like, he got this shit going nah, on. this year I was going I was going to shock okay. the world. I was going to pop That would have been so fun. That's lit, man. We go do it again next year. You'll get an invite. Thank you. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You'll definitely get an invite. But yeah, thank you for pulling up, bro. Thank we you appreciate it. Again, me. like I said, it's, it's it's a full circle moment when shit like this happens for me, for us on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'd be remiss to say most people that have been introduced to me was introduced through you. So your podcast, you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. for us, this is a big deal. We appreciate it. Um, I'm not working with you as closely on the day-to-day -day anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I still work with you in a very large capacity. I know a lot of y'all Covertly. Get, Yes, very covert. Yeah, you try, very to, you covert. try to keep it on the low. For, I do keep. You a spy? For reasons uh, unbeknownst that. to you, I mean. <laughs> but, but the high yes, will always figure it out. Well, I got a job. I got a nine to five. I'm in corporate America now. So that's true. It's one reason. Working with Joe Budden <laughs> in, in corporate <laughs> hey, America, it goes both ways. Joe is funny. Joe yeah. is funny. Yeah. I want you to take yeah. it there. I want you to take it. I know yes, we, sir. Listen, I know we gave you those beautiful flowers and that beautiful introduction. <laughs> that was all cute and dandy. But I got to keep it 100, Joe. You ain't been keeping it 100 on these podcasts. <gasps> okay. Give it to me. Why? Why is it that? Nobody's fault, but I don't think people really know you. Granted, I don't think we know you completely, but I would agree that me and Savon know you a little bit better than other people because we've worked around you. We've been yeah, around definitely. you for some years. Mm -hmm. I feel like the people that interview you are peers in your space. So they, they don't know shit about They don't know shit about you. <laughs> or fans. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You get peers <laughs> or that. fans. Yeah. You don't get people that actually know you or have been in the trenches with you. And, you know, if That's I even say so myself, like... You know, we we built some shit. Like you've allowed me to help you build your shit in a way. You're goddamn right. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why when you text me and Alex, or you text me first, and we was talking, he was like, "Yeah, you know, Savon, I really don't know if I want to come on your podcast, man." See? I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking See, about, Joe?" Look, he look, said, "You know, I, I thought this was gonna be a cotton candy interview," and I had to uh -oh. think, bro. I almost oh, threw up. I'm like, Joe, who better to talk to you about no. all the bullshit than me? <laughs> than us. No, that could be that could work to your advantage, or it could work to your disadvantage. What's a disadvantage? If t tell it me might, the truth. might be too close to home. Uh, who's home? It might might be too close to home what for home? you to really ask. <laughs> for you to ask whatever questions you see fit uh, to ask. I don't know. Y'all might have grace and mercy. Nah. nah. Do, do, do oh. you? <laughs> do you display? I do. Yeah. I do. You have. You. I have. do. I think a large part of me podcasting, especially people may not see it or receive mm -hmm. it that way, but. Fucking right. Lots of grace and mercy from me. You, I can agree with that. Your, your grace and mercy is in restraint, right? Like, so, yes. what you, so what you don't say. Yes. Got it. Yes. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, but yeah, going back to, like I said, man, we, we don't work as closely anymore. Um, so for me, the first thing that I want to ask you is how are you? Like, how are you doing? Where are you today? I know the podcast is doing great. It's always been doing great. But just like from man to man, friend to friend, guy to guy, how you doing? Oh, Thank you for that. Legit. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm actually better than ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell the truth. I try not to tell people I love, that. I love to, I love I to hear that. I try not to tell people that. I'm better than ever, yo. You're glowing, yo. Aside from, aside from uh, 
Delta lost my luggage oh, heard about Monday. That. But even that, my girl was like, oh, my God, I would be way more mad if I was you. But it's like when you on a certain frequency, babe, yeah. like, hey, somebody yeah. else needed it. Thank God mm -hmm. there wasn't something important in there. Mm -hmm. And that's that. My mm -hmm. kids are healthy. Mm -hmm. My parents are healthy. Even being good can be scary, though, right? <sighs> yes, because of where we come from and what we come from. But I've been good for a few years now. Mm. Like, so even that that paranoia that come from hip hop is slowly starting to fade. Mm. Like the other day, I'll go back to, I'll start putting on paper just like what I made in 2015. Mm -hmm. Just to see it. 2016, 2017. Like, it's a gradual, it's been a gradual escalation. So even that fear is the fear I have today is shit like like I know there's people without their parents like mm -hmm. yeah that's big shit like that mm -hmm. like those are the fears I have yeah mm -hmm. not the little stuff anymore because nah, even don't. like the luggage stuff it was like a few years ago it might have been so easy to get caught up in that and like have that ruin your whole day but then when you think about the whole grand scheme of things you're like yeah. what yeah, sure enough, because they yeah. trying me too. They they not acting like <laughs> yeah, it's stressful, urgent. Yeah. They not acting like it's urgent or like I'm important. Like they treating me so not uh, not like I'm used to being treated. But <laughs> not like I'm Joe Budden. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Okay, yeah, love to hear it. No, yeah, that's different. What is what is good look like for you today? Because I feel like we've been in in spaces, right? So I'll go to and and. Well, jump forward a little bit, jump forward, backwards, whatever. But I'll go to the Spotify deal, right? That was good. I remember when we got the news or when you told, told me and for me, like, hey, guys, we're going to Spotify. We got some shit, some security. This is what it is. In that moment, I felt like you were good. What is okay, the difference I between that good? good? I never felt good okay. in that instance. Mm -hmm. Nothing about that for me was good. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was... That was... um. That was an opportunity to perform, but that was scary, right? Yeah. Because of what I what they were trying to do, which is build a podcast mm -hmm. universe. Yeah, they want to eventually get to how many they got? They got over five hundred thousand or some wild number now. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we we were one of two. Yeah. So that pressure, being the middleman for a lot of things that messages that needed to be relayed. Uh, Having somebody to answer to, I never deal well in that in that capacity. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that was just new pressure. Yeah. And year yeah. one was kind of all right, but year two was a nightmare. I mean, y'all was there. Year two was a nightmare year for me. Year two was a lot. I mean, we was yeah. there, but we weren't really privy. So, from my perspective, year two was excitement because year two meant the next chapter, right? Year two meant it's like in sports, right? Your last year of the deal, the big contract is coming if you perform. We've always performed. So for me, I never saw it as, oh shit, this is a where to be like contention. This is, oh, the bag is coming. Greatness is coming. We've performed great. We did the tours. We still maintain. We never missed a week. So again, mm -hmm. I'm talking from my view, the privy of, oh, that was good to me. But today you say you're good. I just wanted to know the difference in that. That year too wasn't nothing good. <laughs> nothing was good. I mean, I don't want to harp on all that went bad, but it was like a string of events. September made the year. Mm -hmm. September meant we were supposed to get like a huge bonus. Mm -hmm. That never came. 
So in September, I'm like, ooh, it's some on. smoke. Uh, then they said uh, they got hacked. It was some bullshit. Yeah. What? Uh, well, <laughs> was, I've never. Whole, I could I could go through that whole year of <laughs> how how and where it was a nightmare. Then it was that watches debacle. Yeah, that's crazy. That was fun. Use Rolexes is crazy. I, I, I was I was excited to get a Rolex. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I remember where I was when Me I got too. the call about a Rolex. Yeah. Wait, like, you guys hey. were about to get Rolexes? I, yeah, I don't know. They we sent got, us a link and said, pick out a Rolex and Spot, hey. So. Spot, uh, Spotify, they wanted to, we were doing great. They wanted to uh, give us, uh, they wanted to give me some money, mm -hmm. like for Christmas, I think the holiday was. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I wanted to give it to the fans. Okay. And they were like, no, we're not giving you money to give to the fans. Uh, and then they was like, "How about we get you some watches?" Then I was like, "All right, fuck it." So I go back to the gang. I went back. We all wrote down our watches. Oh my gosh! We did. We wrote it down. We told him about to have a nice Christmas. Not, not a wish list. Nice watches yeah. too. Not no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And they we brought that back. They was like, "Nah, out of budget." Nah. What is going on? And they was like, "How about we get you some used watches?" I'm like. Yo, nigga, I didn't ask for a watch. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so it was just dude. a bunch of little instances like that during year two that was like, mm -hmm. this ain't that this ain't going the way I think it's going. Yeah, you spoke to writing down how much you made in 2015, 2016, 2017, etc. Why do we act as if more money doesn't make us happy? I'm not saying it's everything. It don't. You don't feel like more money helps what's going on with your life. I'm not saying it's gonna cure it, but it can aid. No. Yes. Okay. But but that's what it is. It's an additive. It is to amplify what already exists. Yeah. So if you are an unhappy piece of shit, then money will just magnify yeah. that. If you're extremely happy, money should try to amplify that. Yeah. Uh my most fun <clears throat> years was when we all was broke. Everybody mm -hmm. says my that best shit. sex. I know, but once you get <laughs> once you get to the other side, it's like, oh shit, they was right. Yeah. yeah, my best sex was when we all was broke. Uh some of my better friendships, we all was broke. Like mm. now you're just able to help the people that you love. Like my son and my parents or my girl or mm -hmm. have a nice Christmas for myself. Yeah. Like all of that, all of that shit is cool. Like the conditions, the 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 conditions around you change, but not really. Yeah. You spoke about um, money. I know contracts has been a theme on your podcast. Uh, shit, we could talk about contracts from the beginning till now. Contracts, Joe Budden has been synonymous. For whatever reason, in, in podcasting, in hip-hop, whether it be from your record deals, whether it be from Spotify, whether it be from co-host, you and contracts seem to be a continuous theme. Um, I think the latest theme of that has been you and Flip, uh, and, and that kind of brings me to the current iteration of the podcast. I didn't have the luxury of meeting Flip. Um, I got to meet Melissa, but before this phase, so the way that I like to see a podcast is in phases, right? There's phase one, there's phase two, there's phase three, there's phase four. It's almost like Marvel, right? You know how there's different phases mm -hmm. and this shit. Your podcast, to me, the way that I break it up is in phases. So phase one, we got the very first, we got the Rosenbergs, Marissa's, we got the yeah. Rory, right? That's phase one. Phase two, that's when Maul comes on, mm -hmm. that's when Parks comes on, and I think I came on around the latter part of phase two. Then we get phase three, we go back to Spotify. Mm -hmm. I think phase three is where 
things just took off. It was the Spotify exclusive deal. It was the impact. It was the Pusha T's, the, the Nicki Minaj. Phase, phase three, I think that's what put you in a different sphere, a different light. Masterclass. 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 Total clinic. Oh, for sure. <laughs> total, total clinic. Fa phase three. So you feel that way about phase three? Uh... Yeah, that was a total <laughs> so, yeah, He's like, yeah, I did that, yeah, I did that, yeah. They didn't even know what to talk around. They didn't know what to do. He's like, yeah. No, yeah. That, was, that was a clinic. But I'm that glad you feel that way because I feel that way too. No, that yeah, was some sure. unbelievable it, it was some yeah. unprecedented shit that was happening <laughs> when, you know, there was a So now I know there's a thing on your podcast. And out of respect for you, we can do bleeps. We got our guy in the back who can mark things and we can do bleeps. But I'm here to talk openly. I'm here to talk freely. But with that period of time, the Rory Mall phase, phase three with the tours, not just tours, sold out tours, literally every yeah. fucking city, everywhere shit we was went, popping. the shit was sold out. Shit was lit. Felt two, like episodes, two episodes a week. Come on. That was Come unheard on. of at the time. While traveling, it man. was Come while travel. You get what I'm saying? Come so on. who was fucking with it? It was. It, it was That's a so lot of I'm work. glad that you feel the same way that I felt. I've always felt that way, and I always had a little bit of guilt towards feeling that way because you know, obviously, y'all went y'all separate ways. But that was. That's that's what. But my it's not just. It, but it's not just. We went our separate ways. Like you can't even pod like that no more. Mm -mm. It's like the timing too. It's whatever we had going on, which was epic, yeah. and podcasting was new and fresh mm -hmm. and kind of underground mm -hmm. and low budget, mm -hmm. and everybody's just going about building their audience. So yeah. what a mm -hmm. perfect marriage yeah. between like the perfect where storm. the universe, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a once in a lifetime where everything lined up like that. Mm -hmm. It was a yeah. perfect storm yeah. to me. It was a perfect storm to me. So that's phase three, and then we get phase four is directly after that. Well, I think phase four was you, Ice, and Ish, mm -hmm. and obviously Parks, shout out to Parks. Um, but I think that was the transition phase to kind of get you to where you are today. A lot of them counted me out. Like, yeah. 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 That, that phase four. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> another clip. <laughs> oh, man. Because it's like control chaos, uh, dog. Like oh. A lot of people don't do well in chaos. Real shit. A lot of people choke. Yeah. It gets... And the, give up. Yeah, and give up. It's too hard. So to see you do it with multiple crews, people are so confused, like, wanting to see you lose. Because it's yeah. like, how was he doing this? Yeah, they wrote me out the game. I remember it. I remember it so vividly. But yeah, phase mm -hmm. four. And now I like to say we're in phase five. Will we add Flip? Will we add Melissa? Where we're doing live shows on the YouTube page? Uh, where the network is starting to be pushed more as a brand? Um, so the iteration of phase five, I guess I would like to start in present day and then maybe we could work our way back. But, um, with phase five, with the additions of Mel, with the additions of flip, how are you feeling about that? What's different? Um, I think honestly, as somebody who's worked with you for so long in so many different capacities, like the crazy shit is a lot of people really don't know, like, and this is why when you text me or you called me and said, are we really going to talk? Like nigga, do you, I've been what? in your home? Like boy, like do you know? Like I've watched it, your kid. I have your, I've had your social security number. Yes, uh, bank accounts. Like nigga, I, I, we've I been you here. Broke the chandelier in the house. I broke the chandelier I in the say. crib. <laughs> I cleaned your pool. Like yeah, come we've on. been here. So when you ask me that, been down, down. Nah, it's, it's been a minute. We've been, been down, minute. down. It's, 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 it's been, been a while. I still remember the tweet. I remember the tweet. What was it about the tweet that made you even want to give my boy a chance? Yeah. Uh, hunger and willingness. Hunger mm. and willingness. 
Like you could just you you could feel when somebody is just like ready for an opportunity. Yeah. Like is is ready for something better than where they are and may even be more skilled than where they are, but don't have nobody to tell that to. Like yeah. that tweet at that time, that was the morning, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember the time. Yeah. It's it it jumped it jumped off. It was hundreds of tweets. That tweet, I was gonna that say, tweet jumped off the yeah. screen. Mm. Yo, paragraph, long shit, spilling yeah. his heart you know, he out. Like talk. Spilling his heart That's out. That's my man. He like Yo, a talk. I'm in yeah. the homeless shelter. He's fucking. <laughs> 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 what? 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 Really lived like two hours. But away. I was lying. I lied on my yeah. resume to get the job. Yeah. I didn't live five minutes away. I used to live in the area, but I lived about maybe yeah. twenty five miles away. <laughs> but I made it work. You did. Yeah. You definitely yeah. made it work. Because I was wondering, because I was like, there's probably like hundreds of people who are tweeting you at that time asking for shit like that. But then look at Savon rising above the rest. Yeah. But, but please speak to this iteration of this of phase five of the podcast. What do you like? What don't you like? What's been new? What's been a learning curve for you? Oh man. Damn, where do we start? I know. Just pick where, one. Where, Learn where, where, do you where, like? where do we even start with this? Because yeah. every pod is a learning experience. How <laughs> bad it is. I know. You yeah. had to learn a lot. I don't play no more since y'all had that little meeting. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about it. Hey, since that little secret meeting, I don't play no more. I, I'm I'm open and aware and alert, but let's see. Wait, we're talk about the meeting. I'm so gonna talk about I that meeting. Wait. We've never had a conversation about it. You You've never, never really. You don't even know what the fuck happened. You never in asked us. Your quote unquote meeting, but I didn't have to. <laughs> why did? Why did I? And I'm not that type of nigga. Y'all had a secret You're right. meeting. You're right. It clearly, wasn't, it clearly, wasn't a, y'all waited until I left. It wasn't a secret meeting. It wasn't but a secret meeting. we'll get there. <laughs> it was a secret meeting. Joe, it wasn't a secret Joe, you meeting. know we have to wait for you to leave before we... Because we're production. Dog. Right? Production Joe, always leaves. Talk, talk uh, where are we at? Phase five or the meeting? All right, phase five, then the meeting. Go phase five. Yeah, because I need to hear about this meeting. Oh, then we might as well get All to right, the meeting. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Okay, sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. <laughs> How is it not a secret meeting? Because we're production. Production always leaves after time. When did this happen, first of all? After like, after recording, like what year? I mean, like oh, twenty twenty, like years ago. This what, happened years ago. This is this is the beginning remember. of the end. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. beginning okay. of end of phase three. Okay, the beginning of the very With Rory end. and Maul. Now, yeah. what I will say about this quote unquote secret meeting, it wasn't a secret meeting. Okay, <laughs> it was a Friday night in Queens, <laughs> and Joe wanted to leave. Joe left early. You happen to just leave. Oh, and what, but listen, oh, listen. Capping your raps. <laughs> How's that cap? Oh, capping. How's that cap? Nah, get it you. off. Get it off. I'm not going to interrupt you. Go ahead. Joe left early or was the work done? The work was done and so Joe left. So that's very different from Joe go. left early. The work was done and Joe was the first to leave. Oh. We're at Parks' house, so Parks is not going right. to go anywhere. Joe also left with Corey and Rosa Costa. Yes. yes. Yeah. So on you, a Friday night. On a, yes, exactly. On a Friday. Things so I do. you were and out Rosa the door first. is in the car. All right. Yes. So you were and out the door first. You want me to hang out in Parks' basement <laughs> no, no, with a bunch no. of penises? No, absolutely. So not. don't paint it like Joe don't have valid reason to want to get the fuck out of a uh, however long we potted for yeah, on a Friday night yeah. mm-hmm. with Rosa Acosta in town till the morning. No, I don't think that was the case. Yeah, so what right. I'll say uh, is, yeah, come on, but man, mine sounds sexier, right? But, but yeah. no, it Joe was in a rush it to leave. It don't. Joe just left. Joe, yeah, Joe <laughs> was not in a rush to leave. Joe was in the yeah. regular. We're done uh, recording. 
The, yeah, the, the oh, regular yeah, flow of the night. Yeah. So yeah, then how is it a secret meeting if you go were ahead. the first now one to leave? That's where I toss it you back to you. Saying? Joe left. Okay. Joe left. With Corey and Rosa Coleman. Yeah, there, there, there was no secret meeting. If the work is done and Joe was like, hey, I got a friend in town. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. So you I was left. Out. That's you, true. You left. So there isn't, it's, it's not like we met. It's not like we conspired to be like, yo, Alex, Rory, Maul, let's stay back. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't none of that. It was, oh, shit. All right, work is done. Joe, shit. we holler at you. Go do your thing with Rosa. Y'all have a history. Y'all are friends. So y'all hit the town. Y'all hit the streets, whatever y'all did. And that was it. We just happened to be there. Now, I'm going to give a little bit of context. Because, again, this is the shit you can't, like, you know, for at least two, three, maybe even four years, however long that I worked with y'all, I helped or assisted in Maul's transportation. Most times I would call an Uber for him to get there and for him to go back. So a lot of the times, Maul wouldn't leave until he was like, yo, bro, I'm ready to go. Right? Mm -hmm. You had left so fast to be with your friends as you have the right to do on a Friday night, five minutes away from Starless. We all know. I don't know if you went to Starless that night. I do know it's around the corner, whatever it is you wanted to do. You left. We're sitting there. I call an Uber and we have some waiting time. The waiting time is your crew. Job. The waiting time is the people you just left to work with. And I will give you this respect, right? You have the people who work with you the closest just sitting there and things talk. People talk. Like any job. <laughs> I received that. You know, I you, received that. You. People that have worked corporate jobs mm -hmm. tell me that that's normal for all of the staff to meet up water cool. covertly we didn't meet up. and kick, we didn't meet kick up and the it wasn't covert. back in. It wasn't covert. It wasn't covert okay. and we didn't meet up. Well, that's, just, my, yeah. that's my They're perception. Just there. The supervisor left oh, the yeah, office. True. That's <laughs> plausible. Plausible than I Yeah, we was just there. Yeah, all like, right. yeah they was just there. That's true. Okay. That's true. I love this. <laughs> Continue. Okay. <laughs> it's like you guys are going back and forth wording it like different. Because I want to shut up because I can't say nothing because the they was there. Okay. I wasn't there. I can't. Okay. This is not my True. story I want to know tell. what happened. I want to know what happened. Oh, I got you. Okay, let's go. People, Rory Mall, it was me, Rory Mall, Park, Savon, and Erickson. And Erickson. Shout out to E, man. I ain't seen E in a minute. And people were talking about, Rory and Mall were discussing how, uh, they were discussing the workflow. And they, uh, feeling overworked, and maybe how we could reposition how to record, or just other ways around it, right? I'm gonna be honest with y'all though, I was confused why them niggas was talking to us. Cause I'm like, respectfully, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm, I'm just keeping it a thousand, but I get it though. When people have frustrations about shit, any near party, you're gonna get it off. I get it. But to mm -hmm. me, I'm like, fam, we don't. We not uh, no uh, percentage shares and nothing here. We just, we stop for real. Mm -hmm. But in, again, in those conversations, they were just explaining about the workflow. I guess around that time, we started to pick up, right? Pa was Patreon introduced yet around that time? This was the end of the Spotify deal. This is the end of the Spotify deal. So there was deal. a lot of question marks in the building. Gotcha. Nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Again, as somebody who was with Joe before the Spotify deal, mm -hmm. my perspective was, oh shit, before the Spotify deal, we didn't have much, right? We was working, making lemonade out of fucking lemons. It was, sure enough. It, we was in the trenches, right? Grime so, mode, for sure. It was grind mode before the Spotify deal. Spotify deal comes, like you said earlier, we exceeded that shit. Y'all killed it. Every single city, every single episode. There are times where I used to call Ian like, 
hey, uh, Ian, you, you see these numbers? <laughs> Ian would call Joe, and Joe would call me, like, nigga, why the fuck didn't you tell me this is what it, it was? It was like this. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. know on like the Spotify era, shit was moving crazy. But at, at that particular moment with the the, the meeting, the quote-unquote meeting, yeah. there was a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty? It, of- we didn't know what was coming next as the crew, as production. I don't know your internal conversations with Rory and Maul, but from my perspective... I'm looking at, oh, wait, this nigga Joe is about to go crazy because I know what they're saying about Joe Rogan. And I know what we just did for Spotify. I know what the... Yeah. It was a different perception from my point of view. But I can say that quote-unquote meeting, it wasn't a meeting to try to con- convolute around oh, Joe yeah, Budden. Like it was Joe left. We talked. Niggas was tight because some people, myself, I felt overworked and underpaid at certain points. But I think a lot of employees, yeah, a lot of people. On yourself. Get out the way. No, <laughs> I, I, I tell you, it's got accountability. Got to. It's called the. Look, look at this nigga. Yo, you gotta watch Joe. Watch I know. You, you <laughs> gotta. You gotta <laughs> take accountability. Yeah, I yeah. felt. He's like he talked a lot in that meeting. Apparently. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure, Reggie. That's what he just said. But wait, like, they all did. They no. all did. They He's had, like, I had complaints. They had a blast while I'm out nice. with Rosa Coulson. <laughs> Yo, they fucked my whole night up. Uh, wait, wait. I have a question. How did you find out about this meeting, though? Oh. Well, Reggie, go. No, you go. no, no. I'm I just asking. How did you find out about the meeting anyway? Well, well, you want me to say it? Did, well, since, no, it was, since it wasn't a secret meeting, why was it such a big? Nobody hit me about the the content of the meeting, right? But, <laughs> but everyone's nothing like, to talk about. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Nah, but see again. Back it, to, <laughs> since it wasn't a secret meeting, like why didn't anybody hit me to tell me like? Yo, it's meeting time. Yeah. Well, yo, we just we just had a meeting. This is what we discussed. Yeah, guys. Yo, a few of us is frustrated by, by if it wasn't a secret, yeah. then why nobody told me? Well, going back to what Alex said, like what from we just the staff. Yeah, we just the staff. Just you gotta staff. know, nigga. I gotta know, like big, you, big rich. They just the staff. We just staff. They're just, just staff. They're just there. <laughs> That's and, true. and in your meetings, we've never had meetings with you involved at that me. time. Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I'm still who snitched, like. Yeah, Parks told me, or or he told Ian, and Ian told me. I don't remember how it went now, but mm-hmm. I got it from there. Oh, Parks told me. He never told me what it was. Mm. He never told me what anybody said. But mm. he was in the meeting too, so. I don't but know. he said, "Buddy, they're plotting. You might want to make some calls." Oh <laughs> shit! Okay. Oh okay. So why okay. they so mad at Parks? It's not that bad. I'm sure there's a plethora of reasons why niggas are mad at. I get it. Everybody at, has their own relationships Parks. with each other. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. but you know, and they and people brain. I don't want to speak for them, but in people's brain, maybe they felt like Parks was one way mm-hmm. in this meeting and one way around me. Yeah. Maybe they didn't like how Parks went about some of them breakup episodes. Oh. I receive all that. That wasn't a good time for none of us. Mm-hmm. I didn't go about it the greatest. But yeah, that's how I that's how I found out. Okay. When you found out, what was your initial thoughts, feelings at that time? I don't even really think I took too much time to process that. I just got right into action mode. I felt like I was having so many behind the scenes talks with Rory at the time. Mm. Like at that point, me and him done been to three three therapy sessions. Yeah. <laughs> we done oh, fucking really? like, yeah, like I felt like I put in a lot of time into at least making sure that he understood whatever, whatever was on my brain. So by the time that meeting happened, I kind of felt like it was fuckery from him mm. in that moment. Because I feel like he was the person that should have had some of the answers to some of the questions that were raised that were at this meeting. 
because I done met up with him a million fucking times. Mm, gotcha. We done been to hookah spots. We done been to Armview. We done ran over here. Like, we done, we, me and him tried to save this thing. Mm. We did. So by the time he went and had that meeting, I was like, you know what? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Hence my confusion, because at the time, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, more Rory, I understand it. But y'all not having these conversations with Joe? Like, no one nobody here is ever, Nobody ever spoke to me about nothing. And maybe I didn't make myself the easiest to speak to. Sure. Right? Sure. Like, who, who knows? I'm not, I'm not just putting it all on somebody else. Yeah. But nobody, nobody knew what was going on then, really. Nobody knew how to handle it. Uh, you feel like the therapy sessions were working, or was it like a, just something to do? Uh, no, definitely not just something to do. But I mean, at that point, it wasn't even about trying to save that iteration of the pod. At that point, you're trying to save a friendship, yeah, mm. right? Like, fuck whether you work here again or not. Can we get past whatever hurdle we got just personally? That's that's where it was then. Was it a collective, let's save the friendship, or was it individual? Meaning, was it, all right, I'm going to therapy with Rory, so I'm focused on that friendship. Maybe I'm neglecting the, the mall one. Or was it a conscious effort to be like, let me make sure I kind of salvage both of these friendships? Because I think it's clear, it's documented. You and Maul were friends, you know, a lot longer than you and Rory were. So y'all lived together, um, ton of history. Do you think that you were making an a individual effort between Rory, between Maul, and were you able to distinguish the two of them? Or was it just as a collective? Did you see them as one at that time? I never viewed them as one. I thought that was a big mistake that they made at some point, viewing themselves as one. As one. I, I never viewed them that way. Uh, and I wasn't really focused on anything more related at the time. I didn't like how him and I had, how him and I ended versus how Rory and I ended after that breakup was very different. It was explosive. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah. I don't think a lot of yeah, but it, <laughs> Yeah, but it was explosive already on top of however you feel about some history, however I feel about some history. So yeah. at this point, nigga, it's like, dog. I, I also don't think a lot of people know the episode where people see you just yelling at an empty couch. More was supposed to be on that episode. I don't think a lot of people know that shit. Like, things changed, conversations were had. So, again, there, there was some... I didn't appreciate how I was handled back then. I'll, gotcha. I'll say that. Gotcha. I'll say that. I didn't appreciate how, how I was handled. Through any, through all of that shit, actually. Through the, the thief, through the accusations, mm -hmm. through... I don't appreciate how I be handled from people that I go out of my way to, like, take care of or I overextend for. Like, nah. What do you think you don't changes, you don't though? get a good Joe when I start feeling taken advantage of? Mm. No, I get that from Mom Dukes. Could you bad could, bad idea once that starts happening? Was there a world or, or is there a scenario where you can see that they have melt, felt the same way, being you know slighted or maybe not appreciated or maybe not 100%. included, not included in certain things? One hundred percent. Like you know, I, again, you're you're huge on therapy, you're huge on relationships. Um, and so I could imagine that you've had to take that into account at some point too, because I don't think it's a one-sided thing. Like from what I, what it is that I know, I think there was a lot of misunderstandings. Um, oh, for sure. You know, as far as the 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 business aspect of it goes, I know. And again, you could correct me when I'm wrong, um, but you took a lot of the brunt when it came to financially making sure everything was good. Like. 
I stood in the Four Seasons because of this tour. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. I, was I, I, I really had no business yeah, being no, in the Four before, Seasons yeah. at that time of my life. It was just a fly uh, I flew Delta. A lot of, like, <laughs> there, there, there was some things that I no know that. No podcast that toured had any business in the Four Seasons, by the way. I just want to add that for the people <laughs> out there that may not know that. Like, you're not going to go there and bump into other podcasters staying there for the no. tour. That's I not, not going to happen. I, 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 we happen to bump into people like Charles Barkley. Mm. Yeah, very different. It, it was different. The people <laughs> I, that I was bumping into, we ran our hotels uh, parallel to wherever the NBA team was staying at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, essentially. So I know, you know, but for, again, this is just from my knowledge, and you could correct me if I'm wrong. I know that you and Ian kind of made sure that that aspect of it was taken care of. Um, you know, whenever it was, we needed some equipment on the road. Yo, Erickson, Parks, we need this. We need that to record the studios. I'm assuming that that was mainly your investments, um, you know, your your burden, so to speak. And so maybe at That's some point there may have been some miscommunication, a misunderstanding between Rory and Maul, not realizing like, wait, maybe he's footing this. So maybe it looks a little bit different on the back end. Right. Like, was that... The misunderstanding between I, them. I can't speak for where they misunderstood. I, I don't know what part they might have needed. All I know is there was not much communication going on. So whatever people thought, you're just running on your thoughts. Nobody had that talk with me. What I will say to the audience, though, out there is whatever you confused about, get it together when it's time to put things on paper. So what do you want me to say to their confusion? If they put things on paper, points are made. That's true. Understood. Like at that point, it's not my business. It's your business. Hey, I got a call the other day. I just got laid off the other day. Not laid off, but <laughs> my fucking job. I'm tight about it too. <laughs> but when we got the call, I hung up. I called my lawyer. I called my people to see what was in bounds and what was out of bounds. That didn't have nothing to do with nobody else but my people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not something that, if you're confused about something in your shit, mm. then you got to get with your people. Mm. Did Wait. it start off that way, though? Did you start off the, the podcast with that type of energy of, hey, we're coming together, I got my people, you got your people, and let's make sure this is how we go about this thing? Because if we came to it, like me and Alex, right? Alex and I... We started this podcast at Applebee's seven years ago. Yo, real rap. <laughs> I call Alex he up. He two for 20 me. <laughs> Little cheap ass. Little nigga. I call Alex up. Yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, this is what I'm thinking about doing. You mm -hmm. know, um, this Let's is the opportunity. It. I actually spoke to you before I even launched the podcast. Mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. uh, it was in Parks' kitchen. Yo, Joe, I did a podcast before I started working with you. I want to relaunch it. Obviously, me working with you. I know the attention that's going to garner. I would like your blessing to relaunch this podcast. Mm -hmm. You remember what you said? No. You said, as long as it doesn't interfere with the work, go crazy. That sounds like Joe. Sounds <laughs> that, like me. That's what you told me, right? We end our conversation. I call Alex. I'm like, yo, nigga, it's lit. I promise you I'm the one when it comes to not interfering, compartmentalizing. Yeah. Let's make this shit happen. We breaking into college uh, rooms just to record and shit. Yeah. Good times. Good times. The trenches, dark times. Yeah, but yeah. he and I, we had a conversation at Applebee's. The only thing I asked of him was, look, 
whatever it is that I can do, if you can match me, we will make this shit work. So any expense that happened, we busted down 50-50. Anytime we needed anything, we busted down 50-50. Um, even when we brought on other co-hosts on the podcast, mm -hmm. Alex and I always it had the us. understanding, nigga, it's still me and you 50-50. I don't care if it's 18 niggas on this podcast. We gonna bust it you down. and I are going to bust this thing down and make this shit work 50-50. We didn't come together with any lawyers. Obviously, now we have accountants and we got yeah, lawyers yeah. and those things. But we didn't come into it that way. So when I hear about you, Rory and Marlon, you saying, oh, we got to get our people, you get your people. If it wasn't introduced that way, now or why all of a sudden does it become that? Or how does it become that without any communication, if that was the case? Because you do this for however many years for free, pro bono. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Often, if three niggas get in the studio, you're not going when you're trying to create, you're not going to start talking about the splits in the studio. That's not going to happen. But once a deal comes along, once Def Jam comes, that's when he gets talking. We got to have a conversation now, and that's what happened with us. Like once the Spotify deal came, now it was time to have some conversations. Now, now it's time for you to go get your lawyer. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for you to go get. Did your they lawyer. not? Mm -hmm. I don't want to speak for what what they did and didn't do. That's on them. But what uh, we had different though was from Jump. We agreed how payments how things were going to be split in terms of what we had to pay for and what was going to be paid by. I think when you bring somebody like Maul that comes in a little later, you were more, you and Rory were more centric to start, mm -hmm. but it can get skewed when it's like, all right, cool. We all know we're bringing in attention here, but it's, it, it, we didn't start originally with a plan or an agenda with how it's going to be. Did y'all have those conversations after the fact? Was it something that just stayed quiet until spotify came along yeah i don't think those conversations ever were had that's until the there were rumblings of a deal see the difference that's when they came that's the difference mm -hmm. we knew what we were going to split off rip so mm -hmm. it was no confusing like we knew what it was you know what i'm saying we know what we, who had to show up for what and with that being said to piggyback off of what alex is saying i'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts because it's the joe button podcast at the end of the day right you are the leader um despite the the equity that people may have felt like they they had or should have had whatever i don't i don't know that i don't really give a fuck about that at the end of the day we all know this is joe shit so you being that person as not only is it yours but people are tuning in because your name is attached to it right you are the draw this, this is the joe button podcast even before it was the joe button podcast it was the joe button podcast right so do you feel in hindsight that as the leader, maybe you should have said, hey guys, this is what's happening. Y'all should probably go talk to your team. You should go do whatever it is that you gotta do. This is what I'm thinking about doing, but I think y'all should go figure y'all shit out and then we could come, come to some type of agreement. No. Okay. Why not? It's not my place. But you're the leader. Leadership. Not, not when it's time. Not when it's time to, for everybody to go back to their corner and get with their people. I can't lead you. That's a conflict of interest. Mm. I can't lead you in your negotiation against me. You can advise. I'm not. And it's not against you. It's with you at that point. In that point, I think today's iteration of the pod maybe it's a little bit more, you know, against. No, it was against them. It was against. Well, at them. least that's how that's how I received that's it. That's how you viewed it. That's how I, I viewed it. Yeah. See, my understanding is that wasn't how everybody viewed it. It felt more of an equal share, more of an equal. Oh, head. stop, please, please! Like I've had too many 
behind the scenes conversations mm -hmm. when this deal came about to know better than Got it. that. That's that's a lot of cap in the raps. Got it. Got you. So you didn't you don't I feel, don't buy that for a second. In hindsight, you don't feel like yeah maybe I should have told those guys to get with their people so we could come together and make sure this thing works out. No, in hindsight, while I think I I didn't handle it the greatest at all, mm -hmm. I'm very glad that it went the way that it went. Mm -hmm. Like even in the meeting that the, the meeting that we was talking about earlier, mm -hmm. you saying one of the biggest uh, topics was people feeling like they were overworked and underpaid. At that juncture, while y'all are feeling like that, I feel like the work didn't begin yet. <laughs> gotcha. So if there's ever somebody that feel like they being overworked before the job started. Mm -hmm. Get out. I can't get to the next. We can't do the next thing like this. Where do you stand today on um, respecting your friends? I got a homie, right? And he's real rap about this, Joe. He can literally be in a relationship and not trust the girl he's with. Yes, I know. Well, that, a lot of people are like that. Uh, yeah, what? But, but you know what? A lot of people do he's that. On, yeah, he's right. He's honest enough to keep it a buck about it. He's like, yeah, I don't need to trust Shorty. I'll go through her phone. I mean, all right, brother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro. That's not healthy, bro. I, I told him that already, but he, okay. people got to learn it. Yeah, you get it. You get That's it. That's scary. It's very scary. You know, I, I, I watch myself when I'm around him. But today, you know, at the time when people heard, yo, Joe doesn't respect his friends, I know that pissed a lot of your supporters off. Oh, please. That was Cap, too. That was Cap? That was Cap. <laughs> really? Them niggas be fake pissed for a couple of seconds. <laughs> they, don't, they don't really be pissed. Yeah, nah. and and in that right, like you, I don't have no problem with people judging me off of whatever they see on the camera. Right, like like we started with you niggas don't like know me. Mm -hmm. So at some point, how I feel about things has to come into play. Who I view as a friend or friendly or warm and welcoming, trustworthy, like my opinion in those things matter to me. So yeah, yeah. yeah I never I never jack that part. Like, by the time you see me acting unfriendly, it's a reason to act unfriendly. So what do you, what do you deem as respect in a friendship, then? Because um, when people hear, yo, you don't respect your friends, it goes, whoa, what the fuck? Like, it's supposed to be somebody... Well, none of my friends have ever accused me of stealing. Mm -hmm. I don't have those friendships. So, I mean, I thank God for the people that let you know in those ways that they're not fucking with you. Like, don't hide it say that but no don't 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 play the friend card and that was a big part of my beef back then don't play the friend card and then do all this shit that's like not so friendly mm. this is three years and niggas call me a thief don't don't talk to me about the friendship now that ain't friendly so when i respond <laughs> and they always hear my response yeah always yeah, it'd be bad. It'd be bad when I respond. You'd be acting bad, man. You it'd be bad when I respond. I don't mean for it to be that way, but my words hurt for some strange reason. Nah, because when you say respect is one thing that people really go, even if they don't believe it, it's a saying that they've always been taught to stand on, like loyalty, respect. So when people hear you, you don't respect somebody you're supposed to be close with, they start trying to judge your character when they don't know you. But it's, it's interesting because you use mm. two words, respect and loyalty. Yeah. And on your podcast, you don't, truly believe in either when it comes to friendships i believe that loyalty shit is bullshit okay i believe that loyalty shit is bullshit that's something they say when they're just trying to get over on you like the people i know that are like truly loyal never had to say it mm. like by the time you have to verbalize that then something fishy is going on got it i'm i'm more committed i'm more committed faithful i'm more it is my decision to stand beside you mm. through thick and thin Mm -hmm. 
I'm not just here on blind loyalty wow. and not yeah. using my law. I'm not just here. You can't just do whatever you want to do and I'm next to you. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not loyal in that. Like that. And yeah. No, no, fuck that. Yeah, no, I got to use my brain after a certain point. And respect, I mean, shit. That's almost like, I feel like that's rhetorical. Like, you want to respect the people that you love and the people mm -hmm. closest to you. But I'm not one of them niggas that's going to be disrespected and just continue to respect, respect, respect. I'm going to keep the energy at some point. Or distance myself or mm -hmm. dead the relationship. Like, I have no problem with disattaching <laughs> or detachment. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, good yeah, at these yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I will say at that time, that specific episode, when you, um, you know, when you, because when, if we keep it a bean, you, you fire niggas on air. All right. <laughs> It's kind of, it's kind of in the hindsight. Like I've watched it in preparation for today. Like I was actually gonna <laughs> play the interview of. Like I wanted you to respond to yourself at that point, but when I listened back to it and when I watched it, I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is. I don't even want to bring that. I don't want to resurface that energy into his life and my life. Healed, he has healed from that like, time. I would much rather people go do their research and watch it. But yeah, that's funny. I think that's one of my all-time classic moments. <laughs> Oh, we got something for I you. I think that's one of my all-time classic moments. See, this is weird. You have a lot of classic moments. You gotta, take, you gotta take the bad with the good. That's what I'm learning as though I get older. Though it wasn't my best moment yeah. personally, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. who else was going to do that on air to their co-host that <laughs> the people fans love? Empty seats? You firing a white boy on air? Hey, even like, that. Like, you what? a black dude firing a white dude on air. That's the fly shit in the world. <laughs> I thought there was some fly shit some in fly. that. But the fans, I get it. We're in victim culture. Oh, how could you? <laughs> Nigga, shut the fuck up. That's a good way that to look at it. That shit was great. <laughs> that shit was great. As somebody who was in the room. That shit was great. I don't yo. know how great. Joe. Oh, yo. It shouldn't When's happen? the last time you watched it? I'll play Two weeks you. ago. Oh, oh my God. Oh, this nigga got the reruns. Two weeks ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's definitely like a Hall of Fame moment. Like, yeah. yeah. It, I thought it was fly. <laughs> it's not. It came with a lot of turmoil. Yeah, it did. But boy, yeah. that was fly. Listen, you're only going to get them fastballs over the plate every so often, mm -hmm. where as a content creator, mm -hmm. it's your job to put on a show. All right. Mm -hmm. take, take, take off the content creator hat. Take, off, take that hat off. Take that perspective off. As a friend, because I wish you we did, had never got there as friends. You did as say, as friends, I wish that never had to lead there. And I yeah. mean, technically, it really was no reason for it to lead there. I don't even think niggas had a real beef about nothing. <laughs> Them beefs wasn't about nothing at that time. Still, niggas went on to do everything that I said to do. What are you talking about? It can't be a beef. I keep going through that with people, <laughs> where they will fight me. Tooth and nail. And then spend the next seven years saying fuck Joe Button, but doing everything that I said to do in that fight. You have, has someone ever told you like a good idea before? But then you tight as them that's telling you? Personally, I've been there, I ain't gonna lie. Like, like my man tell me, like, yo, now you should grab those. And then I'm like, fuck out of here. I grab it. I'm like, damn, I, I do like these kicks, man. But something yeah. internally with my ego was telling me, like, nah, gang, like I gotta make the decision. It I gotta have to be something like that. Right? Like, 
And maybe this is why they call me a gaslighter, right? Like, I don't think that it was yeah. really nothing to be beefing about. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. See, I, you can't do that. He's trying to get off. We need to know. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Because it's true. We know. Nah, you said this is why they call me a gaslighter. Yeah, so you're not a gaslighter. No, I'm not a gaslighter. You said you, you couldn't even say what I'm laughing. Did you just gaslight her? He just gaslighted himself. I'm not cool with all of these new age turns. Can I ask y'all something? Yes, let's do it. How do you light it without gas? <laughs> oh my god I'm asking you a question <laughs> I'm, I'm mad I'm mad that I don't know how to answer that I'm mad with all of these new age these young 20 year olds making shit the fuck up and I gotta stick to it how do you like something without gas a match a match I was about to say yeah a match got matches there <laughs> you go a gas the boy lighter. yo you're good I don't bro. think I don't think we was really fighting about nothing right like Again, and I ain't speaking for them. Yeah. But if you truly understood what what Joe was trying to do, then you couldn't have had a beef with me. Like, if you really knew what I was trying to do, you couldn't have a beef with me. I understood that the road to greatness was greater than myself. Mm-hmm. I understood that the way that the companies and agencies and the numbers people were looking at us was, hey, no one of y'all will be enough to get uh, money. Mm-hmm. There will need to be a bunch of y'all. Insert network. They used to try to put shit in my contract to make me th- just sign up to deliver 10 new TBD shows mm-hmm. and we don't know what it is. We'll create it later, but put it in the contract. On, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Whatever I create, we're going to know the value of and then we can talk about it. But yeah, so I'm like, all right, we'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to them. We'll talk to them. Let's get like a super crew. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that Larry Jackson is doing right now on a much bigger scale with Gamma. He done went and got Rick Ross, yeah, he going me, crazy. Sexy Red. He's going to hand pick. Yeah. He's going to hand pick about seven. I'm sure Ye and Ty Donaldson might end up over there. He's going to hand pick the biggest eight and then go crazy. Mm-hmm. That's all we needed to do in podcasting. But everybody was too worried about... The shit that black people be worried about. Pocket watching. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, you talking to me. Wow. Yo, <laughs> but it's mentioned. Yo, you disrespected it's, me. It's mentioned. Like, what? In the st- I don't want to hear none Maybe, of that. It's I don't want to hear. That's, that's, come on. I'm not, I'm not defending it. I know, but I'm saying yeah. once we get in yeah. there, we can't get where we got to go, yo. The pro- we can't get where we got to go. <laughs> the problem be men don't know how to take compliments, so we got to deviate it. Like, nah, nah, like, yo, you, like, Savon, that's a nice chain. And he'll go, nah, but yo, I see you getting money. Those some nice sneakers. You know, right. it, it's hard for men to just just keep it as a compliment, keep it pushing, and go do their own thing. It's mm-hmm. tough. No, I saw. <laughs> I saw the implosion, the implosion of the network at the time was some of the best stuff to happen to me. Like, I needed to get, I was inheriting problems. Hmm. Like, I was volunteering myself to inherit problems that I didn't need, right? Like, I have them all felt about me. Nigga, you could just get the fuck away from me. I don't have to try to nurture this. Rory, I don't have to. These therapy sessions are kicking my ass. (laughs) Like, I'm tired, nigga. We don't have to. If the relationship is not serving either of us, we can stop. Then there was some other shit that I can't talk about. Then it was dumb over there that was, oh, that's getting, oh, my God, this is a headache now. Yeah. Then it was some shit with, mm, that I won't get into. But, I mean, everybody had some shit. shit yeah. Dog, at some point, I want to purpose my energy for me. <laughs> like, I want to be selfish. Mm. I want to keep my money. I want to keep my sanity. <laughs> 
I want to just do me without people trying to hinder my business plan. Mm -hmm. My business plan for me has always worked. <laughs> always worked. I'm not abandoning that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that uh, sounds hard. They're gonna clip are you in that? That's gonna sound bad. Sound bad. Sound bad. You talking your when truth? they clip that up, that's gonna sound bad. <laughs> no, like, are you in that era now? That selfish era now? Or not yet. I, no, I can't be. I done went and added more cohorts. <laughs> you said you're happy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy because I'm happy because Different I'm version. happy for for many reasons, right? But one of those reasons is like I'm insulated properly today. Okay. Explain like, that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like Ish and I go through our differences, mm -hmm. but he's really been there for the better part of 20 years. And he's like a real mature adult. Gotcha. So we're going to go about whatever those things are In that the manner. adult way. I'm not going to go home and guess how Ish feel oh, okay. or watch out for Ish coming to work, using the airwaves to rebel against Joe. Like, mm. that. I don't mm. have time to guess nothing yeah. today. When you and Rory were going back and forth for me and Savon was there about wanting to beat each other up. Like, okay, cool. After the Nightmare. First, like, bro, Nightmare. after the first episode, I'm like, all right, cool. After he just kept continuing and continuing, I'm like, this is... It's just getting a little weird. Yeah, that weird was just a lot. That was that was just a lot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like today, like it's parks, it's ice, it's Corey over there. It's just like it's it's guarded. It's it's secured mm -hmm. differently. Mm -hmm. It's treated like like the the jewel and the nugget that it is mm -hmm. today. And there's no confusion in perspective for anybody, mm -hmm. right? Like I think that's a big part of where I fucked up before is I allowed there to be confusion and perspective like you. i maybe had a good understanding that you didn't understand nothing in your fucking contract you <laughs> maybe i knew that mm -hmm. right but the fuck i'm not to hey dog do you i wasn't doing that and you're trying to keep morale high as friendships as mm -hmm. you're trying to you're not trying to people black creators have this real thing about being a worker or being an employee, like they snap mm -hmm. on people that love them. Yo, who's a worker? Oh, I'm a boss. This is like, hey, dog. <laughs> okay, but mm -hmm. when you walk in this door, <laughs> we, we all got a job to do. I like, agree. I agree. Yeah, I didn't. It was just we're just insulated differently today. From what you just said, it sounds like you didn't truly have an understand of your position at that time. No, I did. I did, but I mean. Yo, y'all was there for some of this, man. Mm -hmm. A large part of where I am and just me staying afloat over the course of over 20 years is none more than work ethic and being intuitive, right? Like mm -hmm. I say all the time, I had to get to the, the, the punch at the prom before everybody else to mm -hmm. get the punch. I had to kind of guess where the spot was going to go and be there before the punch game or I wouldn't get none, yeah. right? So if I'm in podcasting and I'm trying mm -hmm. to do the same thing, uh, but you did, by the way, and you continue to do. I know. We did do it. But while I'm trying to continue that, if I'm coming to the crew and saying, hey, we need to make some changes, mm -hmm. and the answers I'm getting from the crew is, why? We number one. We kill him. Okay. Y'all don't see how we still need to make changes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You think because we number one, number one is them people that I'm arguing with back here, just moving shit around back here. Yeah. 
The second that they decide for us not to be number one, we won't be number one. Like, let's try to, there's more people coming. Let's try to do something. It was just resistance at every turn of, of trying to improve the shit. No. <laughs> and that's when, you know, my brain tell me to be a dick. <laughs> my brain you know i got the two voices yeah it's or, i can see the wheels turning when those voices start talking no 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 it's, they, 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 it. it's a real it. thing yeah. and then i got the nah chill man <laughs> <laughs> love these things benefit of the doubt. just be easy man it's yeah, gonna be cool yeah. but yeah the fuck out of here tell me some things you've taken from the last situation with the new crew because we did want to get the new crew the, gets yeah. anything they want <laughs> Wait, what? The new crew gets anything nah, they want. Nah, it looks like it. I got a big one. The new crew like gets anything they want. Wait, in terms of what, though? Reggie, I got you right now. Okay, no, 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 when no. I was working over there, we didn't get all these days off. Oh, my God. Oh, days off? Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes. They're not lying. We worked through the pandemic. Oh, yeah, because I remember like you talking about how when they're sick, you know, two co-hosts are sick at home right now, get better, guys. It wasn't what? the case with them? I don't Reggie, no, I work through the pandemic. I still we, don't get days No PTO? <laughs> no, we was the Never. hardest working team in show business. For in sure. the show. This crew. <laughs> sick days, no. mental health days. Aww. Family uh, parties, funerals. Yeah, whatever. These niggas <laughs> take off whenever <laughs> they want. We like take vacations quarterly. So like crazy. one thing I pulled from them having a secret meeting was people <laughs> it wasn't pe a secret. I get it. Was people are overworked. Okay. And like I slept on that because I'm such a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Like that part, maybe there was some validity there. Mm -hmm. So to make sure that don't happen with this crew, because this crew works a whole lot more than that them people yeah. that were saying that they overworked. <laughs> like more days. More per week. No, more. I can't, Joe. I can't do that. Now, pardon me for a second. I'm trying to tell Reggie something. More me. everything. Yes, go more ahead. More days, <laughs> more hours, more topics, okay. more talking. It's more everything. More episodes. I can't believe the audacity, the audacity of dumb niggas. <laughs> Crazy. To call that bullshit that they was doing overwork. Hmm. Can I give you a little bit of, just a little bit? Because I agree. I agree. I, Five I, I, days in the homeless shelter. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> just Nobody. a few years later, uh -huh. we are over. <laughs> Get me to talking about the overworked niggas. See, but I'm an anomaly in that regard. Mm -hmm. So, to avoid that with the new crew, vacate mm -hmm. every other quarter. Mm -hmm. Does it help that there's more co-hosts now, though? Because if in the old, like chapter three we were talking about, if somebody called out, that's way different than now if somebody calls out. You have three mm. other hosts. Yeah, but... Or not really. When one, when one, when one host is, is missing, like, it's not everybody there. Like, I can tell something's missing. Okay, okay. So, yeah. it's great that we have hosts to pick up the slack, but... I can't believe it. I like when everybody is, shit, I got when everybody is there. <laughs> I got into a car accident one shift and still came in after <laughs> You remember that shit? Yo, Savon, yeah, but... Savon look on oh, yeah. the block with me looking in my car with the accident, and I'm like, yo, yeah. gang, I saw oh, like you slide. got to, Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, yeah, and still yeah, yeah. This crew, right? Like, <laughs> we didn't back then, we was in yo. Queens. Yeah. Like, now, we in Jersey, like, the whole crew... Most of the crew is in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's city balconies. views. It's balconies. Yeah. It's space. It's good food, Lavish eats. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's mm. it's a whole different 
flow and vibe. Okay. And these niggas get whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a <laughs> they question. They get whatever they want. <laughs> so hearing about the car accident that he just referenced, and I know Savon's story about how there was like a f- car on fire on a bridge and he was late two minutes and then you... Toys at all. I know. Okay. Toys so, at all. And then you say now, I see this is a healed, peaceful Joe Budden. Do you think at any point, do you think that you were, could you have been nicer as a boss or do you not regret that at all in that chapter? Um, or were you like, that had to happen, you know? I could have been nicer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. Conversation I, done. I could have been nicer. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, black black entrepreneurs don't get like the benefit of the doubt when they're learning and, and creating in real time. That's true. Everybody like, was watching you while you were going dog, through that. Dog, I had a lot going on that nobody knew I had going on. But that's why, okay. Joe. And you, because you come off as a dude that's so well spoken and knows what he wants to go and knows what he wants to say. So people are of the assumption of, nah, he knows what he's doing and he's playing with me. So I think that could be the disconnect. No, I'd be of the assumption that everybody is working off some of the same information. So when niggas go off script, I'd be looking at niggas like, what the what information do I have that you don't have? Right? But that's old Joe. Today, we gotta try to <laughs> do our best to disseminate the inf- to pass out the information, make sure everybody get it, yeah. make sure everybody knows what's expected of them. Mm-hmm. Uh make sure everybody knows uh where I might think they could improve or where I think they killing shit at like this, like that's perfect. Yeah. Like it's a lot. I, I go about this really different today. Yeah. I, I have a theory. My fault. I know you're about to say something. Hold that thought. I have a theory with you that I feel like you create narratives when you want more out of your co-host. Is there any truth to that? Uh, that's true. Oh, shit. That's true. But I mean, I like creating narratives too. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I just think that a dope pod should be able to start a lie and yeah, and it's entertainment. Yeah, if it's done, if it's done mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that little episode of Martin where uh, Martin was uh, fucking with Pam for the episode. Oh yeah, like, that was a yeah, cold little like, yeah, that, yeah. That was that wasn't real. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Fun to watch for an episode, even like at it. the expense of somebody's personal life. Uh, oh, oh no 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 no! no uh, that's why I'm, I'm asking. No 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 no! I, I, I gotta ask. Yeah, that was cute. Got no, to. I gotta ask. That was got cute because I've been <laughs> I've been on the other side of some of them narratives. <laughs> I've seen some of the other co-hosts be on the other side of some of them narratives, and there is a time where, as before Flip, there was no COE. Flip introduced COE to me at least, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't always understand. Oh wait, Joe Budden is COE. You've always been that. Always. It just didn't really have a term. So these narratives have been COE at the expense, at certain times, whether you knew it or not, whether you did it on purpose or not, at the expense of some of the people that's on your show. Yes or no? See. <sighs> okay. What do you want me to say to that? I, I can't say that I've ever started a narrative knowing that it was affecting somebody's personal life. I can't say that. Okay. I think that, now, I think that if you come to me and tell me that you Mr. Alpha Macho Machismo in your house, (laughs) then I expect you to be able to deal with some of the things that come from working in a content space in your house. Got it. Even here, like, Savon has created narratives on me, but see, when I get into that. I mean, you my guy, don't give a fuck. What narrative? I was literally going to tell you why I don't give a fuck. Okay. When I hop in podcast mode, when we get on this mic, bro, mm-hmm. See? it's of my job to combat whatever narrative you finna tell me. Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? And I'm big on that. This is entertainment. The moment we True. get up in this room, okay, that's his version of this. All right, let me create my version of this. And you realize, like, I've combated too, right? Like, That's true. That's oh, true. shit, like, Alex kind of got me on that shit. Let me chill on that shit. Mm-hmm. And it makes for great, yeah. great content. I agree with that. You know, it, I, some of the times we do take a lot of this personally, but I get it because, you know, people that we love is watching us and mm-hmm. worried about how we sound and how for we sure. look. I get it. Yeah. And if you got a problem with me starting narratives about you, then start something about me. That's what I'm saying. It's like a real easy fix. Shit like. Like, I'm not forcing nobody to do nothing. Easy clown of you, man. They saw the whole Joe <laughs> Button fist page for you. I can't do this with Joe. What happened? Uh-oh. Because Joe will say some shit like that. <laughs> Joe, you are fucking uber talented, super story man, ultra lyricist. Not anybody can just say a narrative, paint a picture, and run that with Joe. It doesn't work both ways. But that's not his it, problem. It, it, it's like yeah. if a nigga is shooting a bunch of... It is your problem because you got to understand your greatness and your ability. So if nah. Steph Curry is like, yo, fucking who... who Kaminga, go shoot 18 threes a game. He's going to look at him like, nigga, what the fuck you want me to do with that? I'm, I'm not you. So you can't tell somebody who's not experienced, who's not a COE man, who hasn't grown up in media, you have literally grown up in the inter- in the business. So you understand it from a different point of view. Podcasting is extremely new. Let alone the people that you've brought on your platform, they're extremely new. So for you to be like, oh, just make a narrative, it don't work that way. So I can't allow you to be like, oh yeah, just make a narrative about me. Like it don't, it's not the same. And that's why I took a nap before coming here. I got to listen real close to you niggas that went to college. All right, I got to listen close. Okay, I receive all of that that you just said. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. You can't say to me that. You can't say to me, "Hey, some people may have a problem with some of the narratives you start," and then in the very next breath say, "You've also sat with some people that were inexperienced and didn't know how to, how to start a narrative or do any of that." Okay, well, great. I think those are one of Joe's greatest attributes is the fact that every time you see me sit down is typically next to somebody that don't have all the experience in the world. I'm not typically sitting next to another a Mike or another really, really experienced. I'm, that's not who I'm sitting next to. I'm typically sitting next to somebody who there's some level of teaching going on, mm. even if it's in real time. So if I'm telling you that it is okay to start a narrative, if I'm telling you like, go that for dog, when these cameras cut on, it's all entertainment to me, you can say whatever you want to me and I'm fine. And you don't take advantage of that, mm-hmm. then that's you not doing the job. It's like, how else would you learn? You can't want me to lead in one instance and then have a problem with how I lead. I'm I'm with him on this one. I can't lie to you. I'm with him because I'm very big on. I'm always gonna speak for me. Mm-hmm. Like no other person is gonna have the last word on Alex. <laughs> like they can have a version of some shit. That's cool. As soon as I pop back up and need what I say, what I need to say, things should be cleared up. Yeah, things should be balanced. It's funny you even say that because that golden era of the part that you speak about, mm-hmm. I feel it. It only is like that because I allowed for everyone to joke on me. That pod is sure. not even that pod if I take the stance of, yo, dog, enough of these narratives. <laughs> nah, niggas used to laugh real hard on this. <laughs> there ain't no pod. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is no pod yeah. if yeah. I come in there and say some of that. But mm. nobody views it that way. That's a fair <clears throat> To kind of wrap up that era of the pod, that iteration phase three, as I like to call it, um, do you see any space where there's reconciliation 
right? Um, where y'all maybe come together, maybe behind the scenes. I'm, I'm sure on camera it would be tough to do something like that. Um, but is there a world where you can see yourself, you know, connecting with Rory, connecting with Maul, and, and kind of just, you know, talking things out, putting water under the bridge, and saying, hey, what we did was great. What we did was amazing. You know, y'all landed in a place where I feel that is great. I landed in a place that I feel that is great. You know, we built something where y'all are connected forever, right? Like, obviously, we've had a ton of people on the podcast. Um, I've, I'm, I'm, we're fortunate enough to have a relationship with all of you guys. So at some point, we did have a conversation like, yo, hey, I would love for Joe to come on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yo, hey, maybe Rory Amal might want to come on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, I, I can't fathom a, a conversation with y'all without at least addressing it, right? Y'all are tied forever in this space. Is there a way for y'all to ever come together um, and, and, and mend some of the bridges? And I want you to answer that, not as them as a collective, but individually. Uh, individually. I don't really have a beef with Rory. <laughs> hmm, there it is. Well, hold up, Reggie, because oh. I normally don't have a beef with the people that have beef with me. <laughs> it's just that gaslighting thing we were talking about. <laughs> like, what's his problem? <laughs> like, oh, shit, that nigga bad to me. Exactly. What's your issue, dude? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm great. Nigga right here. How long has it been? <laughs> oh, stop. That's horrible. Yeah, I don't really... I don't have a beef with Rory, really. I don't. I don't. I really, really don't. Like, I don't think about, like, reconciliation or any of that shit because, like, everybody's just locked into whatever they're doing. But mm -hmm. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with him. Mm. So, who knows? Okay. Who knows? I think I some, I don't uh, have a problem it, with Rory. It was, before you go, yeah, Ed, you go it was a two-part yeah. question. Yep. It was addressed for Rory right. and it was addressed for Maul. You addressed Rory I would like to hear your thoughts on Maul. It's totally different than Rory. Totally different than Rory. Like bad, bad. That one is bad. And what for reasons why? For reasons I can't say. But oh, I wish I could say it. Just say it. Like, say space. I I can't. I can't. I can't because I want to be nice. Okay. I want to be nice. But right, Reggie, uh, he changing. That one, that one is a little different. That one would take a different route. That one would take a different route. That's what I'll say. Some, I think some people would say that uh, in, the, in the inception of their new podcast without you, that you were kind of maybe trying to throw some, some riffs <laughs> between the two of them. Again, yeah. people were heard you were still conversing with Rory. People, a lot of it was like, yo, how maybe a mall feel about Joe still having conversations with his current co-host? See, but that, that stuff has, yeah. that stuff don't have nothing to do with me. Like, that's stuff that I don't really know about. I I could speak to whenever Rory and I were out. I could speak to when it was a mistake that we were out together. Mm. I could speak to when it wasn't a mistake that we was out together. Like, mm. however, that's positioned for them. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's jamming them up, then I take it back. Got it. Got it. <laughs> then it never happened. Whatever he's saying is happening is what happened. Got it. So. And I, and I kind of wanted to stay on the mending really quickly. Uh, personally, I've helped Savon curate one sheets for you and Charlemagne the God. Personally, and don't take offense to this, Joe. I won't. Separately, I think you guys are brilliant. I never enjoyed the content with the two of you guys together. You're not the first person to say that to oh, me. Oh, okay. I, I don't agree with that. I, You're I, not the first person I to say that. I did not like it. Felt, it felt so forced, Joe. And 
again, I don't know you guys' relationship. I do know that you guys both have a background in South Carolina. Y'all both got networks. Speaking of reconciliation and amendments, where is that relationship relationship at today? Is it that bad? What is the real issue, man? Like, yeah, I don't have an issue with these people. Joe, you can't can't say that with Joe. us. Yeah, you can't say. Why that. do you do? But why, bro, why can't? Fuck, but why no, for real, bro? Like, like, you could say that. It's like, true. Yo, you but might. That's God. true. Remember the other day you called me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, oh. Wait, listen. Wait, hold on. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Joe up calls it, me it. and asks up me, it. Yo, up yo, why haven't y'all invited me on the podcast? I said. What you said? I told him at first. Oh yeah. No, now yeah. I think this supports what I'm saying. I called Joe. We hang up because I really thought about. I'm like, damn. You're right. We had Elliot Wilson on this motherfucker. Yeah, everybody been on this we motherfucker. Had, uh, we had a lot of prominent people in the space mm -hmm. that's been on this pod. Why haven't we invited Joe? We hung up the phone. I thought about it. Maybe not even two minutes. I said, holy shit. Call right I called back. Joe right back. I said, Joe, the reason I've never invited you to our podcast mm -hmm. is because where we record, you don't really fuck with the owner mm. of the space. Oh. So... Why would I invite you into a space that I believe you not to really fuck with? Joe came to me and you know, you know what, man? He did, he did the Joe shit. He said, yeah, man, I really don't have no problem. Problems. I said, I, 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 Joe, do not do that don't with do that. me because that. I know there was some real shit that happened. There's so that is why there. we never invited you into this space in particular. So when you say something like a Charlemagne, like, oh, yeah. I don't really got, Joe, there, there was some tension there at some point. Yeah, but this, was is, why the this is why I don't understand niggas, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In life, you have to deal with life on life's terms as it comes, right? Okay. okay. So, yeah, me and such and such could have had an issue four years ago about whatever you thought or whatever I thought. Mm -hmm. Did it really alter anything? Like, did it alter anything in your life? Did it alter anything in mine? Did somebody die? Did somebody lose money? Is somebody blackballed? Like, this shit don't be about nothing in this in this space. Mm -hmm. So, yes, whenever all that shit was going on, I felt like Charlemagne moved in a, in a way that, no, nah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. All, what shit was going on, Joe? What specific? Uh, some of that smear campaign shit. Okay. Some of that when the negotiation stuff was going on, just how he was just like, his behavior at the time, I didn't fuck with. I wanted to let it be known that I didn't fuck with it. That was the end of that. Once I eliminate said threat, I don't have no more issue. <laughs> Do you really believe that there was a smear campaign against you It was you at 100% that time? a smear campaign. 100%. You believe that? It happened. It's not about, that's a fact. It's okay. a fact. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know for if, it to if be If you're trying to get a new deal yeah. and one of the more powerful voices in black media goes on the airwaves and defames you or lowers your worth and value or, or paints you in a way that's not favoring, mm -hmm. then what do you call that? And that's before I get into the smear campaign part of the smear campaign. <laughs> mm. What wow. do you call that then? <clears throat> I don't call it friend-like. Mm -hmm. See, like it's a lot of... Passive okay. aggressive shit in this industry where the niggas don't fuck with you, but see, and I got to see it both sides, right? Because I was a struggling mixtape rapper mm -hmm. where it it didn't behoove anybody to fucking speak nice or be nice to me. Right. So I got to see people's true colors versus when the pod pops off and now people kind of have to be friendly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it could get bad for you. But mm -hmm. I don't play them games. I don't play them games. 
So all of the people that I, a.k.a., don't fuck with, it's not that I have an existing problem with them. Mm -hmm. I saw something in them. I wanted to separate myself and get away from that. I did that. That's it. Like even with Shorty. I have no problem with Shorty mm -hmm. now that I have insulated myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when we were a little more day-to-day, -day, maybe it was, you know, mm -hmm. when Charlamagne and I were a little more day-to-day, Maybe it was, yeah, no. Yeah. Once you fix it, I'm not, I'm not carrying the beef over. Mm -hmm. That just leads to resentment and all types of other shit. I'm not, I'm not going on my, about my day to day thinking that there's a beef with these people. I don't be knowing this beef until a new list pop up. <laughs> <laughs> that went, that caused them crazy. They went crazy. They went crazy. They went crazy Com out there. Comp what was it complex hip hop, um, uh, media power players or something like that? Yeah. I never know his real beef until because that's when you kind of hear the subs up. Because I remember Charlamagne at the time was saying he didn't he didn't name a name, so I won't put a name on his bullet. I don't know where his gun is at, but he said something to the fact of. I respect people and platforms that help other people, right? Like if your platform isn't helping other people, it's not nothing, it's not much. Do you think that was directed to you at all? And Charlemagne shooted me or was shooting at me every other month, and he just did it in a way that hopefully nobody else would notice, but I noticed. Mm. I noticed. The reason you noticed, y'all had a history. Y'all like y'all, y'all, y'all kind of been doing this with I each other for a long time. Yes. Like you would call him the Professor X to your Magneto, or you were Magneto, vice versa, whatever it is. And anybody who's not in the Marvel comics, whatever the case may be, like that was a frenemy type of relationship, right? Friends, enemy is one of those things where you got to keep your enemies close, but you play friend. So that's always how you've painted it from like from a, a public standpoint okay right mm -hmm. you charlemagne and i don't think anybody can deny saying like y'all are the two biggest voices in hip-hop polarizing po not not just polarizing it's impactful mm -hmm. like the audience I, I, however you want to put one and two mm -hmm. i'm gonna I'm let that go mm -hmm. right how mm -hmm. the audience mm -hmm. why you make that face that do, do, who, who else would be in y'all class when it comes to hip-hop media voices <laughs> try to get me to start nothing. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of folk. You made a face. Know. I'm. At, I don't know. You don't know. I, I don't know. Public perception would be is is Joe Budden. It's in the list. Fuck public. The list says it's Joe Budden and then it's Charlemagne. So clearly, the list didn't say that. What did the list say? The list says Joe Budden academics. Charlemagne oh. three. I didn't read okay. to three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this nigga's crazy. That nigga saw his name. Like it was fucking... right there. Like, <laughs> why would I? He said, why, "Oh, he stopped scrolling." Like, why talk. would I read to three? <laughs> he said, "Oh, me and my man here, right?" Yeah, I'm out. I saw me and one. I'm like, all right, that's like, oh shit. At <laughs> close the door. Oh my I god. Closed, I closed the laptop, nigga. That makes no sense though, because it went from thirty to one, so you <laughs> have to scroll past three. No, no. When it went out to the public, that's how it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. When it got so, to my phone, it was. Me. Joe Budden at the top. <laughs> okay. And act. Okay. And, and, and then look, he. Okay, that's all I need to know. Being in that conversation too. Whoever else was there, hey, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so ah. For being in that conversation as well. That's fucked up. But, <laughs> hey, they should leave me alone. They should leave me alone, man. They know I'm a dick. You. you <laughs> Again, oh, put, put it like the past decade. Yeah. Decade, it's been you and Sean. They was mad at that list. Yeah, they, that, that list was low. For nothing. See, but that's, that's my point. Like, don't be about Who cares? Everybody getting money. Who I'd be cares? confused. I, 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 
Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> that's another myth that's going around. It's different. It's different tiers of money. Well, when we want to like. Do you really want to? Y'all want to talk? We ain't going to do that. We can talk. No, we're not. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a quick break. When you say we can talk, you got to remember, you're talking to the nigga who knows the longings, who knows that I know. I really know. How many logins you know? I've created all the logins. Hey. Oh, we gotta change. Oh shit! <laughs> what are you talking shit. about? Why'd you say that? We gotta change so many logins. He's still all up in them. Like, uh, God you can't. Damn. You can't talk to somebody who actually thoroughly like, you knows. Might know. I know. So that's uh, why I keep asking. I'm killing. Like, do you really want to go? Then <laughs> no, we can. Let's Let me go. just take a quick break. Let's call call my baby, and we yes. can go. Let's do it. Go crazy. Week nine of the NFL season is here, and there is no better way to get in on the action than Underdog Fantasy. That is correct. Underdog Fantasy will match your first deposit up to $100 if you click the link in the description and sign up using the code Need to Know. That's free money, and there's nothing we love more than some free money. We also love Underdog Fantasy over here because they dish out promos on the regular. I we told y'all every single week for the past few weeks the Pick'em specials. This week we are asking now. I have a brother who is a beloved Steelers fan. Salute okay? to him. Okay, I, I don't. I, I'm a Patriots fan, so I don't really mm. know too much about that organization. Mm. But if I were to choose, I would take the higher on Kenny Pickett this week. All right, Kenny Pickett, all he needs is one yard. Again, that is on underdog fantasy, need to know code. They are matching your deposit. There's a nice, nice way to kind of earn, you know, and have some fun on the game. So, yeah, I would take the higher on Kenny Pickett this week for passing yards. Same. Mm -hmm. Remember, guys, that's underdog fantasy. Click the link in our description and sign up with our code, need to know, for a first deposit matchup of up to $100. Go do it. Yeah, so we were talking about the numbers, right? Like, you can't, you like, I'm one of the few people, you can't just say, yeah, no, I don't fuck with him because of that. Like, it's it's there. You get what I'm saying? Like, so you, Charlemagne, academics, again, I know you only saw number two. You didn't get down to number three. <laughs> or four or five. Or four no, or five. Whoever was there. They, they, in, in, I've been in number, your brain. number one since I got here. I don't, well, no, I don't know what... <laughs> It's me against the field. All right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this <thing is> crazy. <laughs> when you say something like that, there was an annual show that you and Charlamagne did, the wrap-up, the year year end wrap-up. Um, I was lucky enough to be a part of those, to help produce some of those, the last maybe two that y'all had done. Mm -hmm. I was there. Um, one of them we did at your home. It was mm -hmm. lovely. It was cool. Great time. Great turnout. The numbers. People looked forward to those. Like It was becoming a thing. It was like Uncle Murder's fucking year-end wrap-up. It was no, it you, wasn't. But it I, was better than that. But go ahead. Yeah. I, what I mean, what, well, say to me. What I meant. Let your words and actions match. People <laughs> were looking forward to that content piece each and every year at that time of the year, in the same way that whoever wanted to hear Uncle Murder was looking for his content mm. piece. Like we didn't really get to see you and Charlemagne together other than outside of that moment each and every year for those three or four years that y'all did the rap. That's up. why it was special. Because you didn't get to see us two together until that end of the year wrap up. And for me, like I said earlier, how often do you see me sit to, next to someone as experienced as me when it comes to broadcasting? Like that was the one time. Yeah. So, so those were fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I had fun. I liked them shits. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a great time. I think it was a great turnout. And, and I think life what, is a series of moments and moments pass. Hmm. 
So let's make this one last <laughs> as if it's all we have. I just said the JVP, man. Uh, I'm just telling you, you got to appreciate things while they're happening. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Things could change in a heartbeat, in a New York second. And and that's what happened. Did you feel like at that time that you viewed Charlemagne as a front of me? Because to what I said earlier, like you guys are so good at what y'all do, but as a viewer, something felt so forced with the two of y'all. I, I could never put but, my finger on it, yo. Alex, like, like, yeah. I gotta give, like, that's for no, you. Push back. For you, yeah, no, you no, felt like it was forced, right? Yeah, so like, there's on. a community who may have felt like you, but I think there was also a community who felt clear. like me, where it's like, again, it's like when the Avengers link up. It's like, oh shit, these I are the only two guys who seem to be, who appear to be honest in media, who appear that. to be honest in rap, uh, hip hop media, who, who, who aren't afraid. These are the only two guys with those type of voices I get all and that. impact. I get so all when that. you say it felt forced, I felt like it was almost a match made in heaven to see these two guys speak about culturally so, relevant things once a year. So to your point. That's your perspective. Facts. I never invalidated but it. But it also has millions of views. It's also, it's not just my perspective. It's also the people who are watching each and every year. <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never said it wasn't. <laughs> I want to be clear. Okay. Look what you did. You said I can only speak from my perspective, correct? Okay. So from my perspective, I wanted to ask Joe if he felt like he was getting in front of me vibes because Bro, I know you're right. Mad people love that shit. Mm -hmm. Like how you said people were anticipating it. They got to see their favorites in the media space link up. But me that see through shit, Savon, that's why I'm never going to compare me to what other people do. Mm -hmm. I never do that. You know that about me. I like to make my own case and opinion on things, right? And when I would watch it, something felt so forced about it. I, I, like I couldn't put my finger on it. Like So again, to, to ask you, do you feel like- I never got frenemy vibes from Charlemagne when I thought that he thought we were on equal footing. All right, hold on, hold on. I went to college, but hold on. <laughs> right, what Joe's saying is he never thought that they were on equal footing. Okay, so- he oh, believed okay. Charlemagne thought that they were on equal footing, but he never thought that they were on equal footing. Now, I, I want to challenge you because, again, going back to what I said about the Rory Maul clip, I pulled up your rebuttal to Charlemagne when you kind of laid out. Clinic. Like the, Another I, clinic. I, Absolute <laughs> master class of putting an end to that one. I go back to that one every few months. <laughs> I watched that one. That's a dog. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> Leave that guy alone. You know what made me say that about you? Mm -hmm. Your recent um, rebuttal to Tapstone. That 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 made that that is that might clean. be number for me because that was just different. But going back to Charlemagne, mm -hmm. when you respond to Charlemagne, I think the biggest point that you were trying to make is, hey, I kind I own my shit, not kinda. I own my shit, and you are in a ecosystem that you don't necessarily control one hundred percent. Right, you don't have at that time. Again, today, fast forward, things mm -hmm. may look a little bit different, but you and Charlemagne, I believe, are so important to this culture in particular because it gives an example to do it different ways. Right, like you can reach the heights that both of you have reached. Despite, like, I'm not here to like measure y'all niggas' dicks, bro. I'm not. Thank I don't. God. I don't give a oh, fuck. That's who's... what I came for. Fuck. That's like, I'm Damn gonna... it. Damn. Everybody go home. Uh -huh. I don't got my room. Let me, let me put my dick up. I don't got my table. Yeah, put that right back. I don't got the Dorexes. All right. I left the door, but no. Like, Dorex is crazy. I I just think y'all are an example of excellence in this space. That's true. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take nothing away from anybody that 
seems like they don't like me. Like a lot of people that don't like me are successful. <laughs> like they they did it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to take I don't want to take nothing away from that. I don't know too many company people I've ever like just been hokey dory with. Mm. Like that's me. Like that's that's a me thing. Mm-hmm. If you are like gun hole Mr. Company man, then that works for you, but mm-hmm. we're gonna go we're gonna go our different ways. If we, if my path is not that not, that's not my path. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very clear in my path and that ain't it. Like even when it comes to you say like we're the top two voices in culture, like first of all, what culture? What is culture? What Hip-hop, is that? Media. What oh, do you please, mean? please, what do you mean? please. That's like loyalty. Yeah. That's, that, no, that's that's please, not, Joe. It's not. That. We can't please do that. that. Please with that. We can't do that. We can do that. This is the exact time to do it. Fifty years. We got fifty years of evidence. Mm-hmm. What? What culture? I don't know. You happy with all these celebrations? <laughs> I mean, you happy with the you, people that's throwing the celebrations? You've you've lived. You happy with the payouts? Spotify just announced. Hey, we now adding some other shit to not pay y'all. Like what culture? Like don't beat me down with culture. I'm not I'm not falling for none of the myths. Like I I'd like to think I run right alongside of whatever the industry is doing. Yeah. I don't I don't operate inside of it. Mm-hmm. I run along at my own pace in my own world, and hopefully we advance. But I don't consider myself. I don't really consider that Charlemagne that either. Like Charlemagne make it very clear that he's trying to get to politics. He's trying to get to books. He's trying to get to late night. He's trying to get to white people. He make it very clear that my focus is not y'all. Like us, this culture you speak of, it only ever acts as the entryway for us. Like, and then once people get inside that club, be prepared to meet somebody new. So we have to constantly acquiesce to the changes that people are going through, that the climate is going through, that the fans are going through, that the industry is going through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't view it that way. Culture, this culture, would have, if they had their choice, Joe Budden would have been over 99 times and then some. Mm. If the culture had its way. Yeah. Yeah. Please. <clears throat> but when I speak on culture, like, it's, it's tough for me to hear you say that. And I agree with some of the things that you said, but the reason it's tough for me to hear you say that is because you literally hosted a show called State of the Culture. Yo. <laughs> I watched that yeah, show. That so show's good. when we talk about culture, there is a, a, an energy, a community, a mindset that speaks to the culture that I'm speaking to. I'm not talking about the machine. I'm not talking about, you know, all the the, the, the industry I'm talking about the culture, right? There's and 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 within that, there's You're talking about the people that create all the fly shit and then sell their rights to the people that end up owning the culture. No, I'm I'm talking <laughs> about the things that move us as a community. The Those things are that the inspire. people that end up selling all of their rights to the people that run the culture. I, I, it's hard for me to say yes and agree with that. It yeah. is, and and say because you're Wait, not hold that. Up for a second. I'm not asking you to agree or disagree. Got it. The the proof is in front of you. Okay. The proof is here. I'm one of one. I am the only independent, fuck y'all, fuck the system, fuck the ads. This is the way it's being ran. And that's, I'm the one of one that has bucked that system. So it ain't really up for debate, like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I salute. Did you hear um, what Nas did for Rakim? And uh, Scarface, mm-hmm. I think that's super dope. So speaking to the culture type thing, back to the people in within this space, 
that have to create opportunities for ourselves because they won't do it. They'll just keep taking from us. Mm -hmm. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about here, Nas created a fund called the Paid in Full Fund where Rakim receives 500000 and Scarface. Scarface. I think that is beautiful. Along with healthcare. Along with healthcare. Along with healthcare. Correct. Because we've been having a lot of conversations about where is hip-hop going to be with in terms of, um, what, is, what is it called? The... Um, like a some something returned back like a retirement plan in other sense like a union yeah. there we go there right. we go so it seems like it's being built up that way but mm -hmm. it starts with us for real culture is just a word I feel it's a buzzword you mentioned ads though and before when I was working for you I used to think you just hated ads I didn't really understand it you didn't do a good job of explaining it to me not probably not your job but as time has progressed I understand your your stance is more with knowing your worth. Which I completely agree with. Oh, for sure. But would you agree, though, it's a little bit easier for a Joe Budden to realize what his worth is and where things could go and how much money could be created and made? I, I argue against that. I mean, I, I do understand. I would love to hear you hear I it. understand yeah. how somebody could, could yeah. think that, but I totally argue against that. It's either easier because I was Joe Budden and I was who I was before I got here, or it's much more difficult. Why, why would it be much more difficult? Because I already burnt 20 million bridges before I started. I, I already have a, a history or a reputation or a slate that some people out there are just going to hate you off the rip and not feel like doing due diligence to learn more about you. I don't want to hear your voice. I don't want to hear nothing about you because of the 15 years that I have of shit to hate you from. I can hate you from loving hip hop. I can hate you from Def Jam. I can hate you from here. I can hate you from there. I can hate you just for all the rapper stereotypes and stigmas that come with us. So, no, it wasn't easy for rappers in 2014 and 2015 to totally pivot to something else. I think that's like revisionist history. Mm. That's when in 2014 and 2015, I remember it like yesterday, when you tried to pivot to something else. First of all, there was no clear avenue for retirement for rappers. Correct. Nor did anyone ever believe that there is retirement for rappers. Mm -mm. There's some people that feel like rappers can't retire themselves. The fans do it when you're old and you washed up and you whack and yeah. you all the things that Drake said about me the other day. Like so, all of that existed then. Then it was, oh, you trying to podcast? What the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're a loser. You're a failure. You wash. You so I mean, you start. I didn't need Nicki Minaj to say that in 2015 or 2016. That hurt. <laughs> Mm. That hurt where I was trying to go. What did she say, Joe? She said uh, she tweeted. This mm -hmm. is when she was with Meek, and that's my girl now. So I don't want it to make it seem like right, no, yeah. I'm kicking her back in. Uh, hey, Nikki, if you're watching, um, <laughs> she said, uh, "Have fun with your little podcast," or just something like that. Mm -hmm. and, and then she then Meek sent the sick the barbs on me. It was a whole. It was like a Shit. power couple onslaught. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if I was John Schmo, yeah. that don't happen. These powerful voices and forces don't look to hinder you. There's, if I'm John Schmo, there's not a Charlemagne to try to track your progress every step that you take. Mm. None of that exists. Mm. If I'm John Schmo, maybe I can just have the call, call her daddy trajectory mm. where I'm nobody. I kick ass from the rip. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> right, that we don't happen. Yeah. I don't think it happened don't either, happen. yeah. but we don't know right. because I've never been John Schmo. Yeah. Right. And that, which is true, but what do you say to podcasters? You that, know how many rappers, hold up to that point, yeah, you yeah. know how many rappers have started podcasts and it just didn't work? Rappers much bigger than I. 
We can name them. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but rappers much bigger than I yeah. have started podcasts, bumped their fucking head, and went on about their business. Realize mm -hmm. it's not as easy as it looks. It, yeah. ain't, it ain't just, oh, you a rapper, you got some audience, you turned a little Best Buy mic mm -hmm. on and, and got busy. But hmm. the other side of that, hold on, Save on the other side would be, granted, we know you've made a lot of money as of recent, right? But to the average consumer, they would assume that you've you've touched bags for twenty thousand dollars, you've touched bags for ten k here, you've touched bags for fifty k there. So it's easier for you to condense and know what you want to take seriously and how you take your value. Touching touching a bag and regular flow of income are two different things. And rappers, right, get into touching bags. It wasn't until I stopped rapping that I realized the importance of just a regular flow of income. As a rapper, you get your months where you hit a couple licks, get yeah. some walk through, some hosting, some yeah. shows, yeah. and advance from here and there. You get some months, or some tour money, you get some months where it's down and you got to fasten your belt and you got to lay low for a little bit. Like it, it, it goes up and down. Mm -hmm. Only <laughs> in retirement has it been, oh, I'm making that this month. Oh, I'm making that next month too. Reoccurring. Mm -hmm. I used to tell, I used to tell my uh, my OG deal coming up. He's like, man, you don't know shit about nothing. You're a rapper. You ain't never had a real job. You get like you live a <laughs> rapper life. And I used to tell him, like, you know how much I would kill to have a stable check. You know how much I would just kill to know how much money I was making next month. Like, I don't get that. I had to go bust my ass, plan for the tour seven months in advance for the album that ain't created yet. That shit is a mess. Yeah. So, yeah, now is the first time where, like, just business is done correctly. And you reap, mm -hmm. you reap the fruits, you reap the benefits of mm -hmm. that. When I first got in podcasts and I was trying to preach that good word to so many other podcasters, and it took me bumping my head a couple times to learn that everybody don't want that. Right, like everybody, no. there's no, there's no one way to do this thing. Yeah, like there's a million different routes and avenues, yeah. and I can't convince somebody to do it my way, nor should I want to, because my way is insanity. Gotcha. Like this was insane. If I explain this to somebody mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, you should do this," that would be void of logic. Mm -hmm. But it worked for me. Mm -hmm. Everybody got to go figure out what works for them. Got you. I'm glad you said that because a lot of smaller podcasts have to take the ad money. Well, they don't have to. They choose to take the ad money to pay the expenses, mm -hmm. to pay for the studio, to Why? pay for the stuff. Why? I mean, where else is going to come from if you if you ain't got a nine to five? Answer it. See, and that's my problem with podcasters. Yes. Nobody thinks, hey, take the question that seems difficult and spend some time trying to answer it and see what you come up with. Because my first answer is bank. It's the same thing anybody else do when they have an idea and they don't have the income to fund it. A loan. You, you go a to loan. a fucking bank and get a loan. Mm -hmm. Or you go to a loan shark <laughs> if you can't go to the bank. Like, there are answers to these questions. It's not just, I have to take this ad from this company at 100 times below the rate that I feel I'm worth. These other podcasters let these companies tell them what they're worth. I don't do that. And, and I want to give you a I don't do that. that. Yeah. Hey, when you ready, when it's time to talk CPMs oh, and whatever shit. that geeky <laughs> shit is y'all niggas is talking, CPMs, hey, yo. send it to the field. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad that they know that today. They know, yeah, yeah. send that to the field. When they come to me, that conversation changed. I don't move like none of that. So you do feel like if even the smallest of podcasts were to subscribe to this, even though, like you said, it's insanity. You feel like if the smaller podcasts were able to subscribe to this thinking, things would change with the ads? 
I think things won't change doing it the way that the smaller podcasts are doing it. Because who are the ads y'all niggas is getting? Magnums. Black, he's right. We have a fucking black one and not Magnum. Go ahead and take it out. But y'all getting black nigga junk. Yeah, yeah. They not sending nothing to y'all that's important. Yeah, nothing that you see on television. Do I cut on a pod in here? You niggas is getting exclusive vodka. Y'all niggas is getting the trimmers for beards. You niggas is getting, and that's cool, but. Nah, nah, I don't like the redlining in podcast advertising, which is if we good enough to make, I see that our culture makes everything pop. So why would I not charge at a premium? Mm. All y'all trying to do is come galvanize my audience, which I know myself to be a driver of inventory. And I have this amount of years seeing that my audience spends. So no, you can't come over here for one, two, three, four, five episodes, take all of that fan base, take it to you, and we not have an equity talk? Or that not be priced at a premium? You want to, wait, you want to give me $2,500? Wait, what? No, they can't speak to me like that. I won't allow it. Yeah. Now, but, everybody can't get on that. That's what, that's what, that's what we're saying. Everybody can't get on that. Everybody can't do that. But when there's a will, there's a way. Okay, that's the only The only way is not, hey, I will accept a five a $700 ad from McDonald's and hopefully play the volume game where if I could get seven of these, then, hey, I have, what's seven times seven? 4900 <laughs> Yo, we got a hey, McDonald's that ad. So bad, I think it's a McDonald's ad about to run like right now. Why would I even take that from a company that's worth having many trillion y'all are worth? Yeah. Mm. Y'all worth too much for us to even discuss anything at the number you calling me about. Don't waste my time. Yeah. And I don't want to waste your time. Joe, how do you feel like these companies are valuing ad placements on podcasts these days? Uh well, podcasters got outdone by streamers, by gamers. Mm. The boat is passed. It's over. <clears throat> Damn. It's over now. Mm. Yeah. It's over now. I'm sorry. Sorry if this bad news to the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was a window. Yeah. Now there's some other people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't figured out how your podcast can be profitable to you right now, it's gonna grow difficult with these passing days. Is what I'm saying. It's true. It, it is. True. I agree. Um, the, to to kind of piggyback on that point, Spotify they spent a billion dollars, upward of a billion dollars, over the last few years on investing in podcasts. Obviously, you had a podcast deal, exclusivity deal with Spotify. Um, they had some people, the likes of obviously they have a Joe Rogan, Kim Kardashian. Amy Schumer, I found out recently they had an exclusive podcast with Lizzo. These are all A-list people. And then we also had like a Joe Budden. They are now projected to stop. The strategy doesn't seem to be a proven concept. Joe Budden was right. They're all pulling out. Joe Budden was right. This is a long, drawn-out way of saying Joe Budden was right. And don't take that away from me as a Virgo. Right about what? <laughs> I need to be right it's about this. <laughs> but what exactly were you right about? That that was a, a failing business model, right? Like, and that was part of the stress that came with the Spotify deal, right? You as a podcaster, 
you know, you're trying to get better as a podcaster in this niche field. Mm -hmm. And actually, let me take it before this. As a struggling mixtape rapper, I was doing, I was outside when we was getting three to five grand. It was two to five grand for walkthroughs. Mm -hmm. And what eventually happened was the Instagram baddies started doing walkthroughs. Yeah. W look way better than y'all. Not only did they look better, <laughs> but they were a lot cheaper. Mm. And they brought in audience. So the niggas like me that were running around getting hosting bags, mm. oh shit, it's over. So They found a cheaper way to do this. When the pandemic came, a lot of people found cheaper ways to go about their business. Great that Spotify is coming in to spend over a billion dollars on podcasts. But when you do that, you have to spend it on podcasters, not celebrities. Mm. These but, celebrities are going to give you a headline, and they're not going to deliver with the podcasts. Mm -hmm. So the headline is going to pad the pockets of all the people with stock in this, and they will decide to sell when they feel the time is right. Mm -hmm. But what did that do for the community? Like, I'm all for a Kim Kardashian podcast if we're going to get Kim Kardashian, Kardashian. podcast. Mm -hmm. But if she's just going to take a check and go, then that don't really help. That hurts the people that really do podcasts. Yeah. Uh, if Michelle Obama is going to come do one podcast, if Meghan Markle is going to come and do one podcast and leave, yeah. then all of that money that is supposed to be going to podcasters is just going to celebrities to take a quick check. Oh, you ruined the field that fast. That's such a we ain't point. been here but a couple of years, and y'all have fucked up the whole field already. That's such a good point. Because now to the streamers, like how you how you were mentioning, streaming ain't nothing like podcasting. Meaning, not every celebrity is just going to want to jump in it because they're handing out bags. It's very, very different. And it's so fucked up that podcast was, a, was the place where they could get that shit over. Yeah, it's over. It's, yeah. over. it's over for that. Um... It's over for that, but it's not over for podcasting. Again, yeah. if you figure out how to be the best at what you're doing, then you'll also figure out how it can be profitable for you. That's a good point. Like where I am now, I don't really care about what's happening in the business of podcasting because my business runs differently than the business of podcasting. Mm -hmm. People hate that. People hate when you're not in the midst with them. I've realized that. When you just want to do your own thing and stay out the way, you come off as the rebellion. Or like, oh, he, he doesn't fuck but, with people. Well, they the, wish they could do what he, do, he mm, does, so I think that's why. The mm. funny thing is, the other day, Hove got asked, like, yo, would you take the 500000 or would you have a conversation with yourself? He finally answered it. And Hove said, you take the fucking money because I put all of the gems in the music. Mm. I think that would be the equivalent of a Joe Budden. Joe Budden has given you... All of the game, all of the gems throughout the rants, through the madness, throughout the breakups, <laughs> throughout the contracts. Yeah. Like, like if you like, really listen, he he said it before. He's given, like, just and, listen. And, and you know, this is just one of these moments where I want to give you your flowers. And honestly, I just want to give you like some uh, uh, some gratitude because a reason that our podcast has been able to kind of break through in a sense, like, yeah. and again, we still building, but we get the acknowledgments <laughs> of the Joe Buttons, of the Elliot Wilsons, of the Charlemagne, like. We've gotten acknowledgement from the people that we see at the top, and a lot of that is based on your blueprint. 
Like I almost we, blocked y'all when that Charlemagne shit happened. <laughs> was I was gonna ask, like, did you care? <laughs> like, I almost blocked these niggas. Why, why are you saying? Yo, bro, why you did that? You it wasn't was, our fault he that he shot us out. No, 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 I want him to shout niggas out. That's great. Uh-huh. I root, I root for these guys. I want him to do that, but yeah. he was too excited. Uh, what you mean? Oh, he was hype, oh, man. He was hype. Yo, that's hate, Joe. Don't do that. He was hype. Maybe, you can't but, hate but on you, shit, bro. But you, but you was you, like, though. What you saw? Bro, the whole, that's just it. That's just it. Yeah, Joe, we I see it all. Yeah, Joe, we watch everything. I see it all. I see it all. The OG acknowledged all. Yo, I'm so grateful that a figure such as your being could take the time to... To my brother's defense, man, he he was big in podcasting early. He's just passionate, He was He was passionate about your podcast and Charlemagne's podcast. I'm going to keep it a buck. When he brought podcasts to me, it was finishing school I'm looking at him like with four different heads yeah. I'm like nigga get the fuck out of here boy Who the f- who's listening to podcasts right. so I, I think people. it comes from that oh mad people. I'm not mad at him I'm just busting yeah. his balls yeah. 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 go ahead you're, okay. you're supposed to be excited you're Absolutely. supposed to be excited but just turn it down a little bit just turn it down a little bit <laughs> act like you've been here before yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying but, uh, so god when you, damn when you act see, like you come from the Joe Button fucking yo know, act like <laughs> don't forget where you come from don't leave the school man Oh, it's an honor, <laughs> Oh, you. I'm not going front. They teach at school, son. Watch this. Watch right, this. Because, right. Alex, you've been, cool. you, yeah. you been there too. Yeah, yeah. You but, asked me to turn it down. I asked you to turn it up. Okay. Why does it take for a Charlemagne to do something like that for you to be like, wait, hold up. Let me let me see these niggas how they huh? move. Turn that up, Sabo. There's going to be a lot of cap in your rap show. Oh. I, I, and that's my problem with you niggas when y'all get in front of these cameras. Savon, <laughs> did that need to happen for me to recognize? Uh, what you brought to the podcast game, or did me and you not, or were you not one of the first people I approached when it was time to expand the network? You did, you did. So mm. then, what do y'all get on up. these mics talking no, about? No, 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 no. See, I can't let you do that, Joe. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Our tell supporters me. be getting at you because, granted, though, salute to you because a lot of our supporters did come from the Joe Button uh, the Hive. So for sure, they just looked at it as. They probably never seen publicly Joe address the need to know podcast. There we go. In that fashion. I have invited yeah. I have sat next to Savon on air. Yeah. And worked. That's now nah, I'm not going front. That's when you said that shit about Justin Bieber, right? Why do we gotta do that? <laughs> nah, because I was trying to remember no, that no, day. Where do we I'm go just saying, okay. like, now your best moment. Wait, what is going I on? The day, my fault, bro. <laughs> what, what more can I do than sit next to the man and get in my bag? And this was right after the breakup, come right? Come on, come on, all eyes on Tum- us. What Tum- up, yo? Sit there, let's yeah. go. Next man up. Tumultuous time. Yeah, but, but, don't tell but, me about some fucking why it takes somebody else to nigga. If you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it, it, it was a moment, and I'm not mad at it. Yeah. And I want to go back to just the podcasting. Yeah. I want to go back to actually your influence because your influence is in music and it's in podcasting, right? Um, but I kind of want to shift gears a little bit over to the music. Okay. There's a lot of times, me working so closely with you, a lot of people being introduced to us through yeah. Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, when you go through shit, and I know you hear it all the time, because I've heard Ish, I've heard Ice, I know in your personal life, when Joe Budden has a headline, it's like a, a, an effect, a wave. Everybody gets that headline. 
So when shit happens with you, my phone goes off. Okay. Still. <laughs> Still. And it probably will for the rest of my life. Okay. And I just got to accept it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recently, Drake, you and Drake have had a back and forth, right? And I don't even know if it was so much a back and forth. It was more so you said how you felt. And I truly believe your judgment was fair. Your Tanner, assessment, they, we clipping this too, Tanner. <laughs> your assessment was fair. <laughs> but um subscribe now <laughs> no but seriously though Shut subscribe what? My told I, that's one of my favorite things about podcasts i could tell when the, the clip it up topic is coming <laughs> 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 That's different, but I'm gonna let you no, give it up. Right, That's go. very different, though. That's very different because right, I don't subscribe it. to that culture. Okay, of that's true. So culture. never did you I. Have, you, you, I never I hit anybody mm -hmm. and said, mm -hmm. "Hey, I'm talking about this, mm -hmm. and this is our clip for the day." And mm -hmm. hey, you take this clip. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. You haven't. Uh, you haven't. No, you haven't. You haven't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't. I've never done that. As, as employees, but, it would behoove you to do that. As somebody who's been a producer yeah. on your podcast, yes. it's right. my job to do that for you. Right, right, right. So, so producers do. as somebody who's doing a podcast, and, and not even that, like, if the Drake shit didn't happen, we wouldn't talk about you and Drake. There's no real reason for me mm -hmm. to even bring the shit up. Obviously, it's kind of recent at the time of this recording. But and once it happens, it, we out of here. But no, not even that. <laughs> I keep Fuck telling that. Drake that. I'm like, <laughs> when you do that, I get hot. <laughs> but not, it don't have the effect that he thinks. Like, I skyrocket out of here. <laughs> Joe is sick, bro. I'm serious. Yeah. No, you're right. No. And, and, I'm and, at a sweet 16. I'm with the kids. I'm chilling. <laughs> Nigga, Ack called me. That's my man. That's my man. I'm man. not going to lie. Ack is grown on me. Ack is my man, yo. I know. Yeah, hey, he's feel how me. you want about him. He's That's my man, me. man. We've been in the trenches together. Yeah. Ack called me. Yo, man, you got Drake tight. <laughs> I was like, well, why is it that? Like, Cuz, you ain't see his comment? No. <laughs> I'm at the Sweet 16. I'm... And I ain't just checking if niggas, if niggas say something bad about me. I, I scroll. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out of there. If I if you say something bad about me, it gotta get to me from somebody I love. Uh, we've been speaking about. It that gotta idea. come from love. We've been speaking about. It those can't. Those you yeah, yeah, yeah. you yes. just can't have that type of hateful access yes. to me. If you mm -hmm. type some shit and then I do don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I sent it to me. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> At this motherfucker. It's like, oh shit, this nigga went off, off. Yeah. yeah oh, that crazy. was a lot. He went crazy. <laughs> he went crazy. I read the shit and went back to fucking with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love to yeah. hear it. I was so thankful <laughs> that I was so thankful that that didn't consume the time, right? Like that didn't ruin my sweet sixteen experience. Mm -hmm. None of the kids was asking about it. Uh, they didn't play none of that shit mm -hmm. there. So mm -hmm. it's like that happened. It was great. And I saw it like a fastball over the plate. Yeah, yeah. And and, and when, whenever those things happen, I view it like a fastball over the plate. I can't mm -hmm. wait to get to work. Mm -hmm. Let's get to work. Mm -hmm. Turn the mic off. Yeah, yeah. I'm never sure. I had a shortage for words. Mm -hmm. But one of the things you can't, and not that you can't, but one of the things that I don't think you would do at work on air is truly document y'all's history, right? There's a lot of people who just see Drake acknowledge you. And they still have the lens of Joe Budden of the past, right? Joe Budden with the wife beater, Joe Budden who who's struggling, Joe Budden with his problem. Like, 
a lot of people when they see Drake mention Joe Budden, most of them aren't in tune with where Joe Budden is today. Mm. So that's even <laughs> why I brought this shit up because I would like to kind of broach something that I don't think you would ever do because mm. I know the nigga that you are. Like you're not the person who talks about your accolades. You're not the person who says, oh, this is me, look at me. Like, mm -hmm. not in mm -hmm. that way. That's yeah, just not that's who cool. you are. So I brought that up. Fuck the topic, fuck the time. And I think it just happened to be in that alignment. But you have a stigma about you when it comes to Drake. Truly, as a friend and as a person who's a, a, a fan of the content, I don't think it's warranted. So we do have headphones. I'm going to play a clip for you. I would love for you to kind of just, you know, we can't react forget about them it. diss tracks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not doing the diss. We're not even going. We're going okay. beyond that. We're going okay. 15 years back. Okay. Way, way, um, way, I'm way. sure Joe, he, he, he's, uh, he's in the registry, so I'm sure he saw this, but there's a lot of people who may not have. Um, I just want to play this real quick and get your response. Disc, disc, oh, disc. Yeah. When, when do you, I heard like oh, diss me, not going to reply. Nice guy, now, if somebody's going to send a I'm shot. I'm not like you, man. I'm a, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to diss. Diss me, you'll never hear a reply from is not gonna diss anybody. Nobody, man. Marketing no genius early. About that boy. I'm happy. I'm honored. I'm. I'm. I'm honored He's to good. be around you, man. This is the first. Yo, come on, come, come on, on, come man, on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, so I can't be honest on your uh, on your network here. I can't no, I don't take compliments. Well, say I'm honored to be around you. Bro, we all used to listen to you, so I don't need. You need to take. You need. Oh, you good? That's what you need. You need to learn how to take compliments. I think I take compliments. No, well. you don't take compliments. We spoke about that to start. That's 15 years ago. That's you. And Drake. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, again, they just see you commenting on Drake as if you're punching up, right? But in reality, you and Drake have had a relationship for a very long time. Drake has acknowledged you as an influence, as a peer, as somebody that y'all have history with. But again, the public may not know that. So when you see a clip like that, when you hear a clip like that, when you go back into your mental Rolodex of that time period, how does it affect you when fast forward to today where all of these jokes are being made? Or, oh, I got a whatever and you got a modest home in New Jersey. Like, does that play a factor into your criticism and also play a role into your relationship of no. thoughts towards Drake? No, that's, no, that's more cap. That's more cap, right? Like... I think I said this on my podcast. Like, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. Nor do I care about the things on the internet if they don't alter my real life, right? So the people that think I wasn't the greatest of rappers, that's their opinion. I'm not trying to change that. Like, a lot of shit you either had to be there for, you had to, hear a mixtape you had to you had to it's different times different times back then uh but i accomplished everything i wanted to accomplish which was hey i want to be respected by all the people i think are the best in the world mm -hmm. and fortunately for me that includes him <laughs> that includes him right <laughs> mm -hmm. so like everybody that everybody that is nice i think recognizes that i'm nice or was nice and that's it. Uh, all of the talks about like accolades and and spins and singles and like all of the stuff in my career, I've heard it all. Mm -hmm. Like there is, there's nothing you could say about Joe Budden that I have not heard. So you kind of can't hurt me with none of this stuff. Mm. Is is what I mean. I like that. You can't. 
Because it's like as like as long as you're right within yourself and you're satisfied yourself, then what can anybody else really say? Yes, like I don't search outward for validation. Right. Like I did all the self-reflection. I did all of the internalizing, processing. I did all of that. So I'm so at peace with where things are. Mm -hmm. Do you you feel like uh, he was humbling you a little bit? Because uh, or, trying, or believe, trying to, he didn't believe none of that. <laughs> I shit. know, but Joe, you be on that podcast calling niggas poor. Niggas be poor. <laughs> yeah. It was just so crazy to see the dynamic of somebody that we know probably had a billy trying to come at you who we know is wealthy. But listen to this though, yeah. right? Like there was a time when I was doing all those diss tracks. I didn't. I wasn't in the best financial space. Mm-hmm. So when that was said, and it was said. It 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 stung. Not because it hurt me that it was said, but because damn, it was true, and I haven't figured out figured my way out of this escape room yet. Yeah, like damn, I do think that I'm talented and intelligent, but even if not from rap, I have to figure my way out of this. And when I went through all of that stuff with Complex, Drake was the first nigga in my DM saying, "Yo, I hope that you get five million from these niggas or mm. whatever that number was." So for mm. me, for this time him to say it and for me to have I did I went and did the work like I went and did whatever I felt I needed to do for life to change so yeah niggas is broke to billionaires Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that don't hurt (laughs) (laughs) niggas is broke to billionaires it's levels to this I ain't exempt when the billionaires come in and start calling niggas broke hey everybody shut up (laughs) but I'm not like I'm well taken care of yeah. Like, I'm not, like, my family's okay, my kids okay. Like, it's not, like, real people broke. It's, like, internet mm-hmm. broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, again, just to kind of keep keep it there a little bit. Uh, it's shit off. No, you're out of here. YouTube no, no. number, subscribe. You're going. You're out of here. I'm telling you, you go. <laughs> but we don't got to do that. I'm Honestly, I'm do because I know you won't do it. And there's nobody oh, yeah, else that's going to do this for, like, yeah, there's no. nobody who's going to try to even make the correlation of, why the fuck is Drake talking to Joe Buck? There mm-hmm. are casual fans, like, again, there's TikTok trends, and there's people who do man on the street, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them uh, are in the trolling capacity, but some of those trolls can be true, right? So there has been a wave after that Drake's, so I don't know what the fuck you did to Drake's fans, but whenever he's on your ass, they be on your ass. From the kids that you was throwing the rocks at to now TikTok. So the latest man on the street was, do you know who Joe Budden is? Right? And a lot of people were like, Joe Biden? Who the fuck is Joe Budden? It was a thing. And I say that to say the casual fan may not really be abreast to you and Drake's history. So when we're doing this, whatever, you, Drake, like it's not even about fuck the YouTube numbers. It's legit to kind of document, oh, wait, no, this is my guy. This is what it is, and here we go, because he won't do it himself. You're not going to play the clip from 15 years ago to say, niggas, I've been doing this for a very long time. Drake fucks with me in a different way than y'all may think, because he's the biggest nigga in the world, and he's eclipsed so many of you all. No, I've been him, and he and I have a different type of relationship. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense, as in I understand what you're saying, but none of it matters. Like, none of that... Who would you have to tell that to, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's back to not searching for the validation from anywhere. Like, yeah. who would I need to explain these things to? Like the hip hop and music lover that I am, right? 
There's nothing that anybody out there can say that will make me think I'm not one of the greatest rappers to ever live. That is impossible. It can't be. You're wasting your time. Number three. Right? But even, right? Because I, I agree with that. But, <laughs> but even if you don't agree with that, yeah, yeah. just by sheer numbers of people that have gotten a shot at this game, yeah, I fall in one of the, I am in one of the greater tiers of rap, period. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you always want it to be better than it was when you got here. Yeah. And a big part of that for me is a Drake, is a J. Cole, is a Kendrick. It's all of this evolution happening now. Mm -hmm. So when you see these niggas and they be like, oh, shit, I heard that mixtape and that made me, you know what I mean? When Kendrick said, oh, yo, pump it up is when I really went and tried to write hooks. and Like, that's the real, those are the real gems of the shit, right? Like, these are the people today that's supposed to be able to say, hey, we are the best today. The same way LeBron and the niggas today are able to say that because mm -hmm. y'all had to watch them. Mm -hmm. Like this is a pass the baton type of thing. Yeah. So the kids today, like if you don't subscribe to that, hip hop is so much bigger now. It's transcended itself. So there's a lot of participants and players that really don't understand shit about it. But if you know something about that, then everything is going according to plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm -hmm. How surprised were you when uh, Drake replied in the fashion he did? I mean, for so many years, we've known Drake to be like, yo, just sit with the album. Drake replies to me every time I say something. We didn't know that. Well, you did. You just might not acknowledge it. But every time I say something, he says something. Whether it be him on tour saying, fuck Joe Budden. Whether it be him on the song with French saying, pump up, pump it up. But it's different this time, Whether right, Whether it Joe? be him on... Would well, you agree? Because he's coming at more people now. He's getting on his phone. He's sending DMs. It's the way it should yeah. be when you are a Billy up and I'm passing Michael Jackson and the Beatles. Right, like, right. this should be a... It's rarefied air. So now when the shot come... It seemed like he was trying to touch my spirit. Like if I wasn't yeah, right, he with, tried to like dig. Yeah, deep. if I wasn't right within, right. that, that could have hurt. Yeah. yeah, he was penning. That could have hurt. I thought that shit was on the album, but it should have been. <laughs> it should have been. Yeah, but I felt like he was trying to do that. Yeah, and I felt like as a billionaire, that's the swag you're supposed to have. And I felt like I was looking for you to do that, like on the album. That's how I felt. Gotcha. Got it. Got, Got it. it. Well, oh. but before we, we, we wrap up with Drake, I do, again, oh, no, I just want to acknowledge it, the, the influence not only in podcasting, but in music too. He's the biggest artist in the world. Um, and back to the beginning of this episode when I said the most impactful voice, like, you got this, the nickname, The Podfather. I hate that shit. Why? Brother, I fucking hate it. What? I, 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 like I, it. I, I, I How could I think, you? I think it's a corny, like, the pot, like, I, I've never looked, like, oh, he's the pot, like, it's corny, like that's whatever. I don't like the name, but I think but it's cute. To the I name, it was a thing. I I don't like the nickname, the Podfather, but I understand the sentiment of it, right. which is foresight, which is influence, which is trailblazer. So if you have to put all of those things in one, is yeah, he's the Podfather because the Godfather is symbolism of the nigga who did everything before everybody. So I get the sentiment and, of being the Podfather, and that's not like exclusive to me. Right, I know that like people call me that, and maybe I even refer to myself as that, but that's not exclusive to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not. There will be a day where the next person is 
that that the pod father. Sure. Before me, it was Combat Jack. Like we uh, all have a role. Battle. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. We all have a role to play, right? Mm -hmm. Like there'll come a time when the student needs to be the teacher, mm -hmm. and there'll come a time when the teacher needs to retire, and it, it just levels. It's like, levels. The, yeah. cycle, yeah. the cycle of yeah. life. Yeah. Like yeah. it's my turn right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That won't be for that, ever. That yeah. won't. That's not in perpetuity. Yeah. For sure. Um, you was about to play something, Sabon? But yeah, it was just the influence. I just, okay. yeah, again, I just wanted to go back to the influence. Let me hear it. And this is documented. Back in the day. Niggas is my son. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, 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 another paragraph coming. No, that's my um, man, like, man. With, Just like with the way I used to try and get like certain flows off. Yeah. And then, you know, when when I met Wayne, I realized the the goal was to like get bars off, but also have these catchy nuances. So that, that was a clear indicator of Drake acknowledging your influence. Because again, the current headlines, today's headlines is whatever Drake said about Joe, it just looks like there's a, a, a um, separation mm -hmm. that Drake had tried to draw from Joe. But when I hear him say something like that on Rap Radar, you know, Joe was the inspiration or a inspiration. And then the beautiful thing about the internet is we can kind of find these things. So. Joe, I don't know how often you go back into your catalog and listen to your old songs. I don't know how far you go back into Drake's catalog, but I think you know the internet will 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 bring things. I heard all this stuff, but I'm Nah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, this guy is AI. Drake is AI. It's natural for rappers, though, man. It's natural. I, I had a time where I used to sound like Method Man, Cannabis, like whoever I was listening to. That's natural for that's natural for rappers. It's good to hear that, though. But then we have something like this. What you can hear. Oh no, that's definitely me. The influence. Yeah, it's a slap right here. It's a slap. The cadence. <laughs> it's a slap. See, but this is why I don't even talk hip hop with people. I, I know, I know. This is like obvious to me. This is like this is like two plus two. Yeah. <laughs> but again, listen. You talking that nigga where when Jay Z was dissing me, and it was obvious that Jay Z was dissing me. <laughs> All of the fans said, nigga, Jay-Z don't know who the fuck you are and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jay-Z don't even know you're alive, nigga. I'm like, dog, y'all don't hear this? He's saying, button. He's saying, hey, you regular, ordinary Joes, button up. <laughs> like, who else? I think that's me. Yeah. And they're like, nah. Nah. You crazy. What he called you on that shit? I said, Drake. You know Drake say, look, jealous ones still envy Jose. It's Joey. Drake doing it again. Nah. Nah, like, but you got rapper ear too. Joe. Got it. You got rapper ear. I know. That be I know, the thing. I know. Most people listen. They don't listen to lyrics, right? They just listen to the. But vibes. rappers are hiding yeah. shit in the lyrics, yeah. so the casual fan don't pick it up. Yes, that's a good point. But you know, we're in this era where niggas not even listening. That, to lyrics. That's why I hate when people be like, "Oh, you guys are trying to start a narrative." No, are y'all listening? Like these artists feel ways about things, whether you like it or not. I know you're a fan. I know you would like to hear certain things from them, but they're human. Yeah, they feel a lot of ways they about feel things. A lot of ways. Artists mm -hmm. are sensitive, man. And one thing I think Drake got a little bit sensitive about was how you came at um, the age of people he's maybe been hanging around with, etc. True. <sighs> I got to be honest, Joe. You my guy, but it comes off as if you be having beef with the youth. I'll speak personally. I wanted to bring up Casanova, Lil Yachty, which you've mentioned before. <laughs> 
I feel like you look at kids or people in their 20s and younger as just dumb. I, I, I truly do think that. <laughs> I feel like when you see people, youth, you're like, yo, you, you don't know shit. Get the fuck out of here. Is that not true? That is not true because we can learn something peep, from the youth. And peep this: Would you agree that? Would you agree that your son probably has learned more? <laughs> look at his face. No, I know. I know. Like, look at this. I face. see his face. They see it. I'm they, about, I'm, yeah. Nah. Like, I just get your shit off, boy. <laughs> all right. Not all kids is dumb, yo. That's not true. Tell, lot, tell me more. I'm, why? Why is it not es- true? Especially in this generation, where you're forced to grow up very quickly. These oh. kids. These kids are given an iPad at one. You know where you going? Yo, nigga, I will. Forced to grow up quickly. Yes. What are you talking about? Would you not agree that an iPad can unlock things that a kid wouldn't be used to, it, like adult shit? And they I learn it. Their brains are working. They're working with I new tech. I don't look at that the same as having to grow up quickly. Uh, I think you it can aid to it. How? In the nineties, in the nineties, there were ch- children at fourteen that had to take care of their entire sibling group because mommy wasn't around daddy circumstance ever. yeah that's fine that, that's there were kids that had to i left my house and many people in 96 and 97 left their parents house to live on their own at 17 years old mm-hmm. that's being forced to grow up quickly not y'all niggas using an ipad i mean Ooh, y'all new age kids don't do it's, shit it's, what are y'all talking about let me be clear these new kids is lazy i'm with you on that one these but in new terms kids of information, get to live with their parents until they 30 and 40 and figure it out and go save up niggas is not forced to grow up quick today i'll give you that but in terms of information joe y'all kids, get inf- this is the information that, yeah and that's what i'm saying so if a kid yeah, but that's a help a, and a hindrance it can be, but at the same time, it could still be a help, which would mean that if the previous generation didn't have this particular technology that has helped them in, in ways and also hindered them, then you could say and argue that, yo, this generation could grow up a little bit quicker or they're learning things at a better rate as opposed to, yo, when I was coming up, I looked at all kids as stupid and dumb because that's how it was. Things are changing. But, more, but having access to more information doesn't necessarily mean learning. That's Why do you equate those two? But it can mean But learning. it can be. Yes, it can be, just mm. like anything can be. Mm. But what is? Do do does access to more information today is it leading to uh a better educational system out there? No. Mm-hmm. Is it leading to like what is it leading to? These kids are smart, Joe. These new kids are smart, man. And what, I, and I've heard you say it. What I give the new kids credit for is the stance they take, right? Like they could look at some shit that was going on in the 2000s or the 90s or the 80s and the 70s and say, hey, that don't sound right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's off. We're not doing that no more. Like that's my favorite thing about this new group is that, you know, disrupting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bucking the system. (laughs) Uh, Teaching. Hey, that shit y'all did back then was toxic and wrong. You can't run around saying and yeah. you can't do these things. I love that about the new generation. Got you. But I'm not just going to say that everybody is so much smarter today. I'm not going to do that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But there's some people that are made to be dumber from the access to the information. That's true. There's no point that I can't find something to support my argument on Google. Like right or wrong. I could find something to support my support. shit. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you feel as if this uh, for all the dogs was gonna be a mature album? 
Were you looking for introspection? What I misunderstood. You? I clearly misunderstood what he meant by the dogs. The title. <laughs> I clearly misunderstood what he meant by the dogs. He was clearly talking about the girls. Got, mm. Yeah, like, being a dog for the yeah for the girls. Yeah. Had I had I received it that way, then maybe I look at it a little different. But yeah. as a as a Drake fan, it sounds like a Drake album. As a Drake fan. The uh, certified lover, whatever that was, is a bunch of leftover scraps. Maybe the public so don't know thing. that, but I know that. Me too. Dark lane demo, dog. All right, we waited through that. Maybe you're trying to get out of a contract. Cool. I them, them scary hours. All right, nigga, we back to that. Cool. It's a little baby, whatever. Scary hours too. <laughs> okay, not my bag, but I'll wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what came after that? Uh, Her loss. Her loss is in the mist. Her loss. Oh, mm. honestly, never mind. Yeah, no, disco mm-hmm. album. We get a disco album. I like that one. I like it, but like I'm it. being patient still. <laughs> disco is crazy. Still, this, this, still, this requires yeah. patience. I like this. Right. Yeah. But I hate the boy. The boy creating. Yeah. yeah. He, he gets to then it. we get her loss. Hey, okay. I like this, even though I don't really want, I don't like my boy with 21 Savage, but mm. I like this. <laughs> this is cool, but I'll be patient and wait till I get the boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then for the dogs, which you couldn't tell me after that long ass wait that that wasn't going to be for me. So maybe that was selfish. Gotcha. Maybe that was selfish. Because I I said on this pod that we've seen introspection from him already. We've heard him talk about his pops being a deadbeat and his mom being his manager or just things about his family and stuff like that. And I just argue that y'all don't want a mature album for real. Y'all going to get the mature album and be like, yo, this is fucking boring. Turn this shit off, man. That's not true. I I disagree with that. From your crowd or from uh, the crowd that he's trying to... uh, or gather well not to spend too much time on drake but i disagree with the theory that he can only function this way with the crowd that he's trying to gather right like take care is eight times platinum mm-hmm. nothing was the same as six times platinum mm-hmm. those are the only two albums that are like that which tells me that oh if he do it the way he do it and hit everybody then he can succeed in a way that only Drake could do. I don't get the whole, hey, I want to appeal, so let me hit the kids. Okay, well, you appealing, and you get back what you get back, which is, what you do, $2 million? Like, whatever you about to do, it's not what you could do. Mm-hmm. So I just disagree with, hey, you have to, he has to hit the kids so he can, I don't see it that way, though, at all. I feel like If you're it- doing that, you just want to be popping with kids. It's not that you have to do that. You just like kids. <laughs> do you think do you think he could stay on top though was he when was he not on top Kai Sanat who you mentioned I've heard him say that his favorite rapper is, is a, a, boogie. a boogie but he's from that, the Bronx so I mean, that's, that's vicinity that's sure. sound that's like but also his, familiarity but also his age right and that's a big streamer so if he's looking at those types of people and they're the new voices for you know what's popping and we see them a lot on blogs etc I can totally understand why he could be like, wow, like the kids don't see me the way my crowd see me. Well, I do too if I look at it through that lens, mm-hmm. but without doing that, if I'm Drake, no sentence of mine starts with what Kaisenat wants to do. Mm. I'm Drake. Mm. Fuck do I care about what the biggest stream in the world is? I'm Drake. It definitely helps though. I think his lifestyle is Drake. Gonna, I think his lifestyle is gonna change. I'm Drake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can name things that's gonna help, but I am him. That's mm. true. I am going to dictate. Nobody out there understood nothing about started from the bottom when it came out. The bop, the key, the hook, the fucking, that shit was weird. (laughs) Know what happened when it came out? It worked. It went. Took off. Everybody changed. Started from the 
Now his song started sounding like it. Mm-hmm. He changed things. Not Kai Sinat. Mm-hmm. It's funny mm-hmm. because your sentiment from views still sounds very similar to how you feel. It's today. consistent. It's very consistent. It's consistent. Hey, somebody pulled up. I, I did an Instagram post about him one of them years, 2014, 2015. Somebody recently reposted and was like, yo, it's funny. Everything Joe is saying in this post <laughs> is what is consistent with what he's saying now. Previously. Which is, yo, dog, there will never be a time where I'm not concerned about lyrics. That will never happen. I'm listening to lyrics. If you put it there, I assume it's open for us to talk about. Hmm. If you're putting it there and it sounds like you're trying to talk to 12-year-olds, then, nigga, I'm going to say, all right, this is no longer, this is, I'm out. I tap out now. That's what I do now. I tap out. You want to appeal to them? I certainly can't tell you you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I know when it's my time to tap out. I think I think his lifestyle is going to change in Houston. You hear he got a crib out there? I tapped out already. <laughs> <laughs> I tapped out. He's like, I don't know I about tapped that. Out. <laughs> if I happen to catch something yeah. weird back in his middle of the ocean bag, yeah, then, yeah. Pipe then down. Less, then, then, yeah, pipe, pipe down. down. Pipe down. Elevate. Pipe, pipe down. down. Any, of that, any of that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for me where it's like when he get to dissing Kanye and pushing them niggas, let's fucking go. go. When he yeah, get in the yeah, yeah. arrogant, yeah. I'm the best in the world, you, you let's like, go. You like the R&B on this album, though? But, but, yeah. But, okay. Me too. I, I think that was the highlight of that album. Alex, yeah. what's lost in all of this mm-hmm. is I do like the album. <laughs> oh, yeah. You did say you that. Said, never you said, said that. that. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that yeah, album. But my tone and how I come off, I be abrasive. Then I say I like it but then i come with criticism it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. that's my job to do and it's hard for him to digest a full piece of content from you I, i'm so surprised that people saying oh you know he didn't watch the whole thing i mean well duh when you're living like that you don't have to watch the whole thing yeah. but if you're gonna go off like that if you're gonna go off the way that you went off then you might want to watch a little yeah, more might as well watch the whole thing. especially with somebody that you have uh any facsimile of a relationship with. Gotcha. You, you you mentioned uh, the the Kanye disses, the Pusha T disses. Do you feel like that iteration of the relationship, do you feel like that changed anything with you and Drake? Like, where was the shift in y'all relationship? Because every guy knows it's either money or women, right? It's money or women. So I don't know if there was a woman Or that you never just things. really had a relationship. Like, I don't want to sit here and cosplay like him and I have ever had the greatest relationship. Got it. I can't say that. Like, I know when he first came out, he was somebody I wanted to work with. Uh, his career took off rather fast. Um, I know I've always been somebody that he has respected. But outside of that, that's the, that's the end of that. And then Got when it. niggas turn into trillionaires, you can't <laughs> expect to have the same relationship equity with, with people. Yeah. He, he's a different man today. I'm a different man today. Mm-hmm. Right, like I'm not hanging my hat on. Hey, we was besties. That that was never the case. Right. The 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 last time that you talked about Drake on your podcast was talking about your DMs. The DMs you and him had a DM exchange. Um, the internet they kind of were like on the fence about it. Some of them was like, yeah, cool. I'm glad he like exposed or mentioned it. And some people was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. Where have y'all left off today? Because you haven't really talked about it. Like, was there any follow up to that? No, last no follow exchange? up. There was no follow up. That was the it. end of that exchange was. We agree to disagree, like we usually do. Right. Got it. That was okay. that was what was said. Um, I think anytime you expose DMs, it is corny and sucker shit. I think it's doofy. I do. You had a corny moment, it's all right. Well, no, I only felt like it was on the table because he had already divulged most of the content of the DM to Ack, mm. and Ack had already gone on stream 
and said, hey, Joe and Drake have spoken, and this is what they said. So, I mean, all right. Now, let me Shout tell the audience what we're talking about What's here. going on, yeah. If Ak wouldn't have done that, I probably, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that. I don't that, do that. I don't it, move I like was about that. to say, it didn't, it, I don't didn't, move like it didn't feel like you. I don't move like, like that. You talk to some of the most powerful people in the music industry every day. All the time. Of your yeah. So for you to get on your podcast and say, hey, this is what happened with me and Drake in the DMs, it was weird for me to hear that. Personally. Yeah, but you know what? The last time him and I had an exchange, that was me saying, and I was rapping then still, so mm -hmm. nobody wanted to hear what I was saying, but mm -hmm. I was like, yo, enough of what he doing publicly and then DMing privately, this is what's happening in the DM. This, mm -hmm. this, this bitch ass nigga DM, whatever I was doing back then, mm -hmm. like it was still the same thing. This time was a little more different because it was a little more vulnerable between us, but there's always some type of exchange. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Always. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's, a, um, there's a clip going around from Mano's podcast. Salute to Mano, man. I wish he would bring it back. Uh, is, Me is, too. Is he, oh, he, Me he, too. He's not back doing it yet, right? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. The clip, there's a clip going around where um, DJ Envy was on the podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Joe, I need for you to speak to your insight in knowing that what Envy was alleging to you sounded like a Ponzi scheme. Well, by then I had a couple of dollars. It's different when you got some money. Look, well, if you got a couple of dollars, there's just certain phone calls that you don't expect other people with a couple of dollars to make. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like if I called Savon and just started talking about investing in some fucking wake up now. And like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if I start asking him to take some of his money and put it somewhere on a strength for me as a nigga with money, like that might sound weird. Like that sounded weird. Okay. Everything about that call was weird. Like I, I don't want to make it sound like I was so... I am intuitive, but that was weird. Everything about it was weird. Sounded weird. Sounded like a scam. Sounded like, why are you doing this? But <laughs> And that's been a lot of the dialogue around this, right? People are saying like, yo, if you guys know anything about investing for real, you wouldn't need that middleman to go do what it is that you want to do. Listen, uh, I wish Envy the best, and he has had a rough few months. It's been a lot. He's had a rough few months. It's been a lot, yeah. We don't got to stay on this, yeah. but you see everything. Like I tell the team, Alex and I, we tell mm -hmm. our team, we got a ton of people that work with us, social media, all that stuff. I let them know, Joe sees it all. Everything. Whether he likes it, whether he comments, whether job. he acknowledges it, Joe sees it all. So I'm sure you saw the recent clip of uh, DJ MV's former mistress kind of coming out. The timing just the timing of everything with Envy, does that play a role in the grace that you have given him on your pod? Obviously, Desert Storm family, y'all came up together. You yeah, like we got a lot five. of history together. Yeah, you do. people we don't know that. A lot of history together. People and I think that. that may get lost in translation in some of the jokes that you may tell on your podcast yeah. and some of the banter, the energy, the tone. It get lost in translation because at some point he picked a side with Charlamagne. So now you throw our history out the window. <laughs> got it. Like that's why it gets lost is because he has said, "Hey, if if it go down and this is my man and this is who I'm with, all right, well then you gotta. I remember these things. You mm. gotta kind of. I'm gonna make you stick to that when it's your turn. Everybody gets a turn. Um, but other than that, no, I got too much history with. I have too much history with Envy, and I don't and I don't know Envy to be a foul nigga. Mm -hmm. All of this stuff that's going on sounds like a lot. Mm -hmm. But in my true heart of hearts, do I believe that the envy I know is a foul, shady nigga? No. Maybe he did get got. Like, I don't know. I'm going to wait for more to be revealed. Mm -hmm. That fat nigga, though. Nah, he got to go. <laughs> 
That fat nigga there. Why that nigga was ordering Krispy Kreme off the uh, business account? <laughs> Yeah, like that's nuts, yo. He's crazy. Nah, crazy. He's crazy. You, you know, IG him? Live and shit. He's nuts. If you could give him some kind of advice, what would it be? I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him no advice. Hey, when niggas are sinking. But that's Jersey's finest. When niggas that's are sinking, you gotta, you gotta grab some binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he is dying. <laughs> Let me not go over there. I ain't looking to help. I look to help my friends. Yeah. I don't know him. Shit. Care about. That, yeah. that, that's hilarious. Somebody better throw him a life raft. <laughs> Sometimes it get worse before it get better. I ain't mad at that. I, I feel like we covered the cover, covered a lot here, um, but there is one thing in my personal life. So yeah. I always tell everybody on our podcast, my vices or my interest outside of just talking music, media, TV, film. I'm a sports guy, right? Yeah. So sports is where I go when I just kind of want to escape. YouTube is where I go when I just want to escape. History, documentaries, that's where I want to go when I want to escape. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really care to talk about music too much. Again, hence why I went to HBO, started work. I like TV and film. It's outside of what it is that we do here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that I found very fascinating and interesting over the last few years in particular has been the content of DJ Vlad. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I and, and Reggie, who's also a journalist, so I know That's you and I, magazine I, right I, there, our banter you know. has been astrology woman. Right, oh she's gosh. been astrology. She's our correspondent One clip for astrology. And then I'm an astrology girl. Right, but <laughs> beyond that, she's an actual journalist in this space for Billboard, for Complex, Vibe oh, currently over at Vibe. Big like, Reggie, fuck they talk. Big, about. big Reggie, big Reggie. Fuck they talk about. Like, yeah. yeah. The biggest, you feel know uh, what yeah. I'm saying? The oh, so yeah. My, the, the way that her and I connected is because I was actually a fan of her work. I'm like, oh shit, she's a journalist, she's dope. I went to school for journalism, writing, that's my first love. Bet, this just makes sense for her to kind of be on this podcast with Alex and I. Anyway, just going back to the whole journalism shit, DJ Vlad, um, I know you don't fuck with the nigga, so we don't got to talk about something that we all know. Uh, but I, I do. I ain't no beef with Vlad either, man. <laughs> no beef. I don't have the, um, I, just don't. A you know, I don't think it's beef, but you don't fuck with him. And that's cool. You don't got to fuck with everybody. I, just, the people, I, I see red flags and I stay away. Mm. It's not that I don't fuck with these people. I see red flags, I stay away. Okay. You appreciate? Like, okay. Vlad does something that is important. I watch, I'm watching, I watch Vlad clips. I watch Black Clips. I want to see what Sammy the Bull said. Or... <laughs> <laughs> he be on there telling too. He be on this. God damn. I be like, damn, and, Sam. And Vlad is a fed. But I mean, listen. <laughs> hey, man, niggas is feds now. <laughs> no, it's true. All and that, the rappers That's slowly starting to come out. So, yeah. But hey, I don't have no beef with Vlad. Bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to know if you appreciated some of the work that he did. That was oh, yeah, yeah. From, from a journalistic background. Oh, listen, listen, background. listen. Especially with the Tupac Fuck my personal feelings about things, right? Like, yeah. there's an ecosystem in this thing. And everybody's got a role to play. Vlad's got a job to do. Ack has a job to do. Yeah. I can't do Ack job. I can't do Vlad job. Like, I can't mm -hmm. do Charlemagne job. Like, everybody has something that they do and bring to the table, and we need mm -hmm. all of it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to like, I don't have to like these people personally to appreciate what they do. And I'm a fan of work ethic. I'm a fan of work ethic. Yeah, me too. That's my thing with Ack. Like, yeah, he built say it. Say what you want about him. He built it himself. Yeah. Can't take it from him. Same with Vlad. Not so much Charlemagne, but like it's some niggas that oh, don't do that. Don't not, do what? What do you mean not so much Charlemagne? He, he's an author, radio host, five days a week. 
He has they a network, Black Effect. You ain't hear about How the mental health asking. Oh, bro, I got you some comments. Oh, we still, about him. We're still lying. I'm giving perspective. You talk about work ethic. Nah, like, don't, don't do that. that. Said, only lying. because Joe, you went out of your way to say not so much. Like, Joe, he just did the mental health expo. Don't do that. That's great. The people I'm talking about built from nothing on their own. I'm not trying to slight him. He didn't do that. There's nothing wrong with saying a fact. He did it differently. I'm not knocking the differently. It's just not how me and Vlad and Ak had to do it. That's it. Okay. Okay. And I just wanted some clarity because, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Thank you. What do you mean? What clarity? <laughs> because there's something out there now with iHeart hiring, right? Like something like 375 a year? Just about. Some 350 or something like that? Yeah, like two, starting at 240. So you figure about, even if you put a little on top of that, would it turn into 550 a year? Yeah. And 650. <laughs> I forgot you'd be pocket. See, since I stopped fucking with you, you started <laughs> yeah, pocket. Before you didn't no, no. do as much pocket nah, watching. Do you didn't I, do as much pocket watching. You've been at the breakfast club for about I over 10 years, though, Joe. That turns into six. Uh, <laughs> that turns about 650. Some nice, honest living. <laughs> you, you sure that's not like 820, though? <laughs> Even that's honest living. All right. Good for him. But see, this is why he <laughs> me so tight. It's not that I be pocket-watching Savon. It's yeah. just that I, I, I know my field and who's in that field. Mm -hmm. Studying. And what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. like it's not, it's not what the podcasters get on camera and say. Like Everybody's a liar. I don't believe none of it. Like I know what's really happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to pocket watch. I kind of know what everybody's making. <laughs> but nobody knows. Y'all want to tell, all right, this nigga made 100 million, but oh shit, the company is fucking going bankrupt two months later. Mm -hmm. Y'all, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> everybody getting millions, but everybody going bankrupt. It's, like, going it's so confusing. It's it is so tricky. I don't get it. You have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so fucked up because when you in college and shit, a lot of the media companies that you adored or you wanted to work with, etc., a lot of them are just fading away one yeah. by one. And I'm yeah, sitting no. here like, but uh, there's one person I did want to ask about. I know you, you know, you say you don't have a problem with anybody and this and that. Last name of the day, man. Adam 22. <laughs> I do like how you've uh how do you, how you regard him in terms of like man when it's time to talk to you I'll talk to you but I don't like when that he doesn't understand the beefs and the qualms everyone else has with some of the content he puts out. Uh I wanted you to speak to that a little bit. Is it is he aware of it? Is he unaware of it? Uh I mean of what you think of course. I believe he's aware. Okay. I believe he's aware. Adam Adam is no dummy. Adam's no dummy. And he's had enough incidents now where, like, the rappers will say, hey, I asked you not to do that, and you're doing it. <laughs> it's no longer just a me thing, right? Like, it's coming to fruition. So, but again, unique business model there. So, you just got to watch how people run their business. Yeah. If you want to not have contracts with all your staff and let niggas fuck your wife, the that's your business. That's funny. your bag. But that's not just. A, that's not a very hip hop bag yeah. to be in. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's not. He said he don't even listen to R and B. That's not cool. It's like that's not a. Adam, you know what, man? Cool Before thing. he started crashing out, Adam was like, right, man, but he going through a little crash out, and who knows what that crash out is about? I know what it looks like. I won't say it publicly, but gotta pray for people. That's a mm -hmm. fact. 
Fuck. Well, let's pray for everybody, man. That's what I say. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm Joe, with you. yo, yo. I get it. I see why you was number one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I always, yeah, I'm just watching you right now. Like, I always knew because I've been like, I've no. had the fucking honor. Bro, I've been like, we went again, to school. We fucked just the school, bro. We went to school. I went to like, uh. we've been on set with the greatest of, I've seen this nigga interview dozens of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, we used to do the pull-ups with you too. The pull-ups. Yeah. We've done everything with like, yeah. it's, it's just it's, it's just different. So to see you in this space, in this light, it's like, all right, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I Wait, get hold it. on. You said, um, you guys have done so much together. Do you have any stories about Savon or Alex that I probably might not know? Because they're, you know, I work with them now. Um, my favorite Savon <laughs> stories I can't share. Why? <laughs> I can't, this is why I, I, I asked you this. Why not? Those alone. All you gotta do oh, is know Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> because my perception of them is really good. Like I like the way that I see my co-hosts. I love them so much, and like I feel like your experience with them is like completely different. And I want to know, but I guess you won't tell me. No, man. You know what? I don't have anything to tell you about about Alex. <laughs> Alex has always been a solid, super cool, <laughs> solid. You know what's funny? You know what's on brand? These sweatpants are on brand for Alex for me. Why? Right? Like, because he's the guy that is just going to make sure he's in tune with what's happening at the ground level. He'd be paying he's, attention. He's, he's in. Okay. He's in the know. That's a good, so that's him a good thing. With the people. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Totally on brand for him. And, and it's fun to watch Savon lead. Aww. Mm -hmm. It's fun to watch him lead. I mean, that's really what I could say about Savon. Like, the, like the capacity that they were in with me and who they are here. No. It ain't. The, it ain't the same. It's and not. it's not supposed to be. It's a lot of growth. It's a lot of advancement. It's a lot of application. Right. It's like applying. We seen some shit. We learned some shit. It wasn't the maybe healthiest. Of environments, but we even learned from that. Yeah, we acknowledge that, you know, and we talked about that. We're gonna apply, and that's that's what it looks like. That's yeah. what it looks like they're doing. I couldn't be more proud of these guys, Aww. and Appreciate for it. how they verbalize themselves, and for how they silence themselves. Like mm -hmm. I, I fuck with their character. Good character people. Yeah, and you don't really. That's a rarity that you meet good character people this far in this game salute mm -hmm. so stick Aww. with these guys yeah good, good yeah I, would, I wouldn't have stuck around unless they're good you know, they treated guys. me right good, yeah good-hearted guys and i'm do proud things of the right way with like integrity no i definitely appreciate yeah, yeah. it we had a moment right so there's the thing that we like to do on the podcast um so especially i can't when ask questions Oh, of course. Before you end. Of course. Oh, no, please. We wasn't ending, but of the floor course. Is yours. Yo, Pierre, cue that up. I need to know why Carl got fired. Wait. What? Oh, you need Wait. 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 There's a microphone in the back. Hey, if you want to go, look, call, we can talk. Fine. Right, look, now everybody stutter. Don't worry about it. Just, hey, no, no, no. it's been a great day. Hey, we have had so much fun. You? We have had Yo, such a blast. Wow. Okay, wow. Okay, like, okay no. we're going to need the earphones. You, Joe? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You so messy. This nigga's so messy. It's like you're peaceful but messy at the same time. It's a like, balance. <laughs> Yo, call. I just I want to know. I okay, can ask a question. Nah, you can always put ask questions. I know they fired your ass early in the process. <laughs> what? Okay. what the hell? 
You never told your side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, wait, what? Hey, and I was never close enough to find out. Oh, yeah. oh. Hey, John, just be curious. For so anybody who doesn't know. Carl is in the building. Carl has helped us with our business. This BTS. is one of the buildings he's still allowed in. No, <laughs> yeah. my goodness gracious. In our building, but Carl, he shot for our mixer. He comes through whenever we need him to come through. So shout out to Carl. Definitely shout out to Carl for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Carl, Carl, very, Carl. Talented, very talented. And to be honest, like to be completely fair, I don't even really know. Yo, so you're crazy. Carl is no. here. Not because not because Carl talk up because I used to see you. I used to see you do Detroit Dusky shit. Uh, you remember the, Wait, who? Now you remember homie I went to go see in Detroit? It was showing all them um fighting moves. What's that nigga name? You know the nigga. Y'all niggas not everybody know. Well, whatever, whatever. I know. So I, <laughs> look, I'm known for doing the fire cinematic sketches. Nigga, why? You know what I'm saying? They... The pool party. Now, the reason why I'm not with them is so we went to LA, right? It's always LA. L always LA. I go to LA. Now I check the bags, <laughs> right? Check the bags. Come back. When I come back, I'm thinking all the cameras are safe. It's lit. Cameras is in there. It's kind of similar to what happened to Joe recently, <laughs> where I'm thinking shit is in there. So I come back and ain't all the cameras ain't in there. So. The Pelican wasn't there? Oh, no, no, the Pelican crazy. was there. The camera you. wasn't there. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> but, never mind, buddy. No, no, but. Oh, they was well within their right. No. <laughs> oh, no. This is. I, I agree with them. Oh, shit. No. Whoa. But, oh, never mind. Oh. No, but. I, I always said, yo, we should rent the cameras. You should rent them, right? We should rent them. Yeah. We should rent them while while we bringing cameras, and I'm the only one. I'm the only one bringing them, so we didn't do it. I came back. And was, uh, we, we're gonna save you from you. Okay. I promise you, just let this nigga get his life. <laughs> yo, 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 any other questions? for the cast. I like the, I like the, the questions. I like the questions. Holy oh, wait, wait, I have, I have yeah, a, it was a good question. It was. It was. It was. I have a question that I'm very curious about. Um, you've done like so many shows. Who is your favorite co-host of all time? Not just on the pod, maybe like Everyday Struggle, State of the Culture. Who's that one person you sat next to? You're like, you're like my favorite co-host I've ever had. Uh, my favorite co-host I've ever had. Like you're like, oh, this works. You know, that's a loaded question. It's going to feel like I'm bullshitting, but... Like, it's my job to make it work with whoever I'm sitting by. Huh. I don't know if I have a, a favorite. Unless you do, nigga. My oh. favorite is this current iteration of, of my pod. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Oh. That's my That's favorite. Good. Why do you feel so huh. comfortable discussing contracts on air? <laughs> you know why? You know why? I'll tell you why, buddy, since you asked. Thanks, man. During all of that Rory and Maul bullshit, I never did it. And I felt like I was mad right. <clears throat> I was mad right, I felt like, in every one of our beefs. But because I just never said nothing, whenever they popped up with, oh, he's a thief, like it was so easy to believe because low-hanging fruit, Joe probably has a bad reputation, easy to get niggas to believe that. But other than that, I never said nothing.
And as a business owner, right, like my fucking the in the background get me to be like, huh? Gotta do the right thing. People are watching. But fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck that shit. So now, when these niggas get mad about something, hey, what happened? Y'all bring you right to the bottom. What happened? Let's talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, these, and these fans kind of hate. They, they, some of them do hate it, but, but I don't mind. You know who loves it? The, the sub-community that's been created on YouTube that does commentary on the podcast. I love that community. I, I think they're uh, so important. They are. Because there, there was going to help this they shit go They saved me marketing farther. dollars. <laughs> yeah, they just do it they for you. They saved me marketing dollars. Yes. I love them. I just I love wonder them. how they have the time. Like, They're making money. What do you mean how they have the time? Okay, that's yeah, true. It's a right. business. It's a business. <sighs> they have a business. <sighs> Critiquing the, the podcast. Podcasting about podcasting mm. is a business. <laughs> yes. Part of the reason I do it is because of them. Because yeah, it feeds it. that community. I believe it. And Aww. it's like Sports Center, right? Like you watch the sports. And then when you're done with the sport, watching you the sports, it. you come analyze it at this entity, at this hub. I, the chicks moves, the Danny from all of that. I, I love it. Me too. I, I love all of it. I think it helps this this community. Me too. Okay. He loves Could, you guys. Couldn't guys. agree more. But, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, but, yeah, you got any other questions before we get to the quick hits? I got some quick hits. Yeah. Quick hits is just 30 second responses. Yeah, I don't have any more questions. 30. You good? You good? I'll no more questions. I'll, yeah, I'll you... save mine for part two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to <laughs> save mine for part two. Yeah. But let's, let's kind of shift gears over to music a little bit, right? Okay. Um, Slaughterhouse, Just Blaze, he just leaked. Some of y'all music, Glasshouse, highly anticipated. I have a friend who would sell his left nut to get that album. Oh, I have a friend who right would give every single podcast that you've ever produced just to get that album. And I say all of that to say that Slaughterhouse, in that album in particular, has a very, very dedicated hive and group of people who want that from you, right? They love you. They love all the guys. But... Slaughterhouse really means something to a, a community. Um, so yeah, with those recent leaks, um, how did you feel about that? And then also, where's your standing with some of those members? <laughs> Wait, what? Um, I didn't care for the leaks. I didn't like that he did that. At some point, I'll have a conversation where I didn't like that he did that for a plethora of reasons. Um... Royce is my brother. I ain't spoke to them to, to Crook and Joel. Got it. Cool. It's the same dude that you know. Cam was telling a story on his podcast about how he put out the old boy and just was on his line like, "Hey, that's the Just Blaze I know." That's what. I, that's what that's confused. The just that's so what that's conf- the part that I'm confused about. You wouldn't <laughs> do that to your unreleased Hove records. You wouldn't do it to the unreleased Just Blaze beats. Don't do it to me. And especially don't put that on. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Mark the Forty Five King. Like, rest don't conflate the two. Yeah, you can you can tribute Mark the Forty Five King, and that have nothing to do with Joe Budden vocals. Not mad at that. Uh, keeping it in music, our guy, your guy Tanner, he did have a question that he wanted to know. Hey, I'm actually curious <laughs> to know this too. You are an R&B lover, I think. All the people except Mr. For Ice, R&B. Ice outside of Ice in 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 parks, I don't think everybody else around you loves R&B, right? Yeah. Um, but for you, Tanner's question was: If you had to choose one era of R&B, would it be the '90s, the 90s. or the 2000s? The '90s, easy, without a doubt. Why is that? 
uh, Jade Brownstone, mm. Jodeci, mm. Boys to Men, mm. Jagged Edge, Drew Hill, too much. Escape. Seven oh two. One twelve. Yeah, seven oh two. One twelve. What do you what do you want? The nineties. The nineties. By far. Okay. By far the nineties. Easy. Easy. Y'all got any questions with the music? If not, I got one more and then we can kind of move on to whatever it is y'all want to go to. I heard I saw a clip with um Gail King recently interviewed Jay Z. Mm -hmm. And they sat down in the Brooklyn Library. And she asked him about retirement, and we all know you're really retired. And I salute the fact that you really stood on it. Thank you. You know, some of these niggas, they'd be like, yeah, I'm retired. They get a bag for, oh, 500000 mm. I'm about to hit right in the studio. And he was telling Gail King that he would, have to, he would have to talk about something. It would have to mean something. Is that where you are right now in terms of your retirement for you to come back? It, it would have to mean something. You have something to say. Is it something particular? Well, yeah, those things are true, right? I got to have to have something to say, and it would have to mean something. Um, but I kind of go out of my way to make sure I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> Ice does <laughs> And too. that it don't mean nothing, right? Like, yeah. I've had, there's been two times where I've had, like, producers send me beat packs just to listen to. Like, I hit Bangladesh, I hit Bank. Nice. Like, I just like to listen to beats and music, but... I hope to not hear something that I love enough to write oh, and to lay. Hmm. Okay. Like, Why is that? Because then I would lay. <laughs> but, but what's wrong with that? That was like your not, first I'm not trying to do that. No? That ain't, that ain't, that's, not, that's not where I am. But now music That's not alive. the most value. That's not uh, where I get the most value for my time. Yeah. Today. Got it. Hmm. But now music is tedious. People don't understand it. And then I got one more question to music. Um, you put a lot of emotion, a lot of pain. You're very transparent in just who you are, whether it be music, whether it be podcasting, whether it be interviews, however it is. Like, uh, I, I truly believe that has been something you've given to us as a culture, as you, so to speak. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, as, as people within media in life, like that's one of the things that have separated you from a lot of your peers in music and in podcasting. And as somebody who's gotten a front row seat and seeing you interact with the big Sean's, right? Like I was there when he put you in a headlock. I'm like, that's so strange <laughs> for big Sean to even feel comfortable. And like the dynamics that you have with artists is something that, and it's no slight to any other journalist, they it's just can't obtain. They can't. Like I see <laughs> artists go on press runs and then I would see them come sit with you. And there's just a level of comfort and trust that you provide, that even myself as a podcaster, somebody in this media space, I would never be able to obtain. I just can't, right? And so I give you your kudos for that. Um, but one of the things that I think that you've created a cult following in is because of that transparency. Your, your, your OLS trilogy, right? All Love Lost, mm -hmm. um, Ordinary Love Shit, I'm sorry, Ordinary Love Shit trilogy. How long was that time period from you recording track one to track three, because there's a lot in that for me. And again, this is just music. Was it a, a week span? Was it two week span? Was it three month span? Like, what was that span for you? That was over the course of a few months, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it was the same relationship, but each part symbolized a different phase of the relationship or a different beef that I had. Got it. Like part one, that's why I love just rapping and podcasting because it's documentation. Yeah. Part one was just documenting the early stages of 
what you go through when your chick is beefing about just the minuscule shit, like small stuff. Mm-hmm. Part two, you hear those things kind of escalate and graduate. And a lot of times for men, well, who I was at the time, I didn't really verbalize how I felt in the relationship. Like I always just allowed her to, hey, you didn't wash the dishes or mm-hmm. you're going out too much or mm-hmm. the strip club or your female friends. Are, and it was never like, oh yeah, true, but look at you, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was never that moment. Mm-hmm. So the music was that for me. And by the time we got to part three, you hear the demise yeah. of us not properly handling our issues in part one and part two. So Got it. Got it. And uh, honestly, for me, I don't really have much oh, else. Oh, yeah, I have one. So mm-hmm. what is either your favorite episode of all time or your favorite interview of all time that mm. you have done? Uh, my favorite interview is probably Pusha T. Oh, okay. Hmm. Just because... It's different at that time. What I meant at that time, too. It yeah, it was, it was different. That yeah. was... That was important at the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the most other question? Episode. Well, episode. Favorite episode. Favorite episode. Uh, my personal favorite episode is when my uh, elementary school crush came on, like episode six. Because <laughs> who does that? No one. Yeah. Who goes to get the girl that they had a crush on from the fifth grade or sixth grade? Doofus. And as an adult, and be like, "Hey, what happened with us?" And the fact what... that she just she agreed to, though. And she did. Like she was like, "Yeah, sure." And she was super cool. What a sweetheart. Okay. She was, Content. She was, we could have been a it. thing. <laughs> we could have had something. Like three decades later. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. Okay. That's yeah, I'm not mad at that. Um, yeah, speaking of just women interest in your life right now, obviously I think there's a different glow. When I met you, you was in a different uh, relationship at that time. Uh, and I think it's so crazy to know that I've, 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 we've known you, and not only that, I've known you personally, we've gotten to see you go through so many phases and transitions and relationships. Yeah. Um, but today, again, there's a different glow about you. There's a different way that you go about life, the way that you go about handling people. Um, and I just want to give you a moment because I, I see it. As somebody who's worked closely with you and seeing the difference in, settled. where are you right now? I'm with, settled. With yeah. I'm settled today. My baby brings out a different side of me publicly. Aww. She uh, she grounds. She helps to ground me. She helps to. She just helps with everything, man. I I present better because of her. Mm. I present a little warmer, a little softer, a mm. little. Like I said, when you're in love, like I believe in love. So mm-hmm. when you in that, you're just floating on cloud nine. It's like, what'd See? you do, Delta? You lost my bag. What happened See? over here? It's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I got my like, like, I really would have you. See, this is what, you know when everybody's like, to women, like, what do you bring to the table? You see this man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A whole lot of change. Yes. That's what she brings out of you. A whole lot oh, well, of you shouldn't even fuck with the niggas that's running around asking that. It's true, like an true, incel, true. It's like an I know it is insult talk, but do people love to bring that up too. What do you bring from the table? Yeah, especially when the man's a bird bring, You bring the best me. Yes. I am at my best when you are at this table. Come on. So that's enough. Yes. Salute, I am out of that. Um, there was a thing that we had when, 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 <laughs> when I was at the pod every day. Whenever we had a benchmark, whenever we had something to celebrate, we would... I would fetch a bottle of Ace. Because I don't like the it, word fetch, but. That, that's what it was. That's how I felt at that Ace time. But oh, I'm sorry. I would go and I would acquire a bottle of Ace of Spade. And so, you know, you being here on the podcast, this is a full circle moment for myself, for Alex, Woo! 
for, for all of us, you know what I'm saying? Just here in the building. Go bottles. We'd only be remiss if we, you know what I'm hey, saying? We can't correct. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Joe, for pulling up to the Need to Know podcast. Means a lot, uh, this is a celebratory time for it us. Is. You know what I'm saying? And I know, like, I, ooh, fuck. I know that you know what you being here does for us in that moment. It means a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it does mean a lot. So thank you. Yeah. Alex, Listen, go crazy, gang. Thank, I'm going to pop this. Thank y'all. Thank nah. y'all. I'm honored to be here. You go ahead and get the pop, and that's yeah. that. You know what we do. You know what we do. Hey. Wow, that's perfect. Hey. Music Let's mom go. didn't want to do it. Yeah. I wasn't doing all that. No time. I wasn't doing all that, man. Right. But yeah, thank, thank you for pulling you, up, bro. Thank we, you we, for we having me. We appreciate it. Yes. He only needs like no podcast. Like I told you, man, but, but I, I show up for my people when they, when they ask me to. Y'all get that anytime from me. Salute. Reggie, pleasure meeting you. You oh, were you were who I was most excited about. Oh my God, coming here today. It. No, it's true. Stop it's true. It. I told her. I couldn't stop telling you. I want to meet your horoscope lady. Yeah, we told her. She seems pretty cool. Yeah. But nah, this is this is super fly. I wish y'all nothing but the best. And lastly, I, I wanna I wanna get my flowers as well, man, because like we joke a lot about going to the Joe Button school a lot, but it really changed the way I look at content in terms of consistency, knowing when to talk, knowing how to respond knowing how you're viewed when you respond to certain things. And I got a lot of that from, from you know, being around you, man. So I, I got to salute you, man. It means a lot for y'all pulling up, mm -hmm. for you pulling up for real. For Thank you. Thank you. Sure. I always pull up for y'all, though, that. man. Yeah. And the mixer. <laughs> always. Yeah. Call next year is really fun, I swear. Listen, if I'm available, I'll be there next year. Say that. Right. Say less. He might I be like to, Belize, though. I try to let them do this <laughs> shit with, like, they demo. I don't want to come in with <laughs> all my demo. gray hairs. Nah, 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 <laughs> be the old nigga nah, in the spot. We got some people in the 40s that listen. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right, so now we're talking then. For sure. I ain't mad at that, but yeah, let's raise one up in the glass, man. This is a great time to celebrate. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pear, 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 pear. We ain't got the ceremony. Pear, 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 pear. Cheers. But we appreciate y'all. With yeah, that man. being said, it's what you need to know, when you need to know, on the Need to Know podcast. If you got this far, you might as well just subscribe, man. It's, it's no reason not to. Again, Joe, we appreciate you, bro. Uh, thank you. Con continued success. Blessings. And also, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. Word. You get what I'm saying? Because you didn't have to. Um, you you met me on a fucking corner at a bus stop <laughs> with, no, with no security, with yeah. nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit really runs deep. Um, through all the mistakes, right? I fucked up uploads sometimes. I still get calls from Ian. I get a call from you. I know when I see your name at six in the no morning, time, what it is, yeah, and yeah, we still in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm still doing the uploads, and I'm still making sure, like, mm -hmm. no matter what happens on a Friday night, that dedication, that devotion is there, yeah. and that's because you gave me grace. And a lot of people don't really get to see you give people grace in that way. So a part of us also doing this podcast was to give you that acknowledgement as a leader, yeah. as somebody who's moving forward, and as somebody who is actually a human and not just the the, the misconception of a dickhead that you get. I because get it. it fucks with me that that's the only way that some people see you. I so hopefully it. anybody listening to this, there is a different perspective that you get. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, Even it's the me, like not that I... I couldn't even like judge you because we've never met before. Mm. But even me just like looking at how you talk and like how you're <laughs> truly at peace. I, I hope like the listeners like me as well can see that. Like look at this man. 
Yeah. He's just happy. Refined, refined. And the theme is he was right about everything all along, guys. Okay. <laughs> that, that <part>. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. It's what you need Thank to know, you, when man. you need to know, on the need to know podcast. We out of here. Gang, 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 gang. Gang. gang.